Welcome back, everybody, to Diggy's Dungeon. This week, it's episode 26. We had an unplanned absence last week, but we're back now, and uh, it's a full dungeon today. We've got quite a lot of things that we're covering, so I think the best thing we can do is to crack on with one of them, and with one of the nicest people, one of just the loveliest humans, the smoothest boy himself, Bladed. I'm bringing him in. Hello, Bladed. Hey, Diggy. What was that intro? <laughs> I don't know. I just I just come up with these on off the dome, you know. Okay. Well, that was very nice of you. I think we'd all agree that you're one of the nicest humans. Um. Just watch chat. It will happen. Everyone will be like, "Yes, of course." Ah. Uh, okay. Of course, he is. <laughs> <laughs> but how have you yeah. been anyway, Bladed? Sorry. How have you been doing? Um, I've been okay. Uh, we've been dumped on with a lot of snow here mm. so, you know just uh getting out of that okay do you enjoy the snow or as a canadian are you just sick to death of it ever happening you know we haven't had that much uh recently but i don't prefer it if i was going you know skiing or something it'd be a mm. lot nicer but on That's a day-to-day -day basis i don't really care for it <laughs> Fair enough. I think a lot of people are like that. I was chatting about this with my friends yesterday. They were like, oh, you know, when you were a kid, you're like, oh, yeah, snow day. And then as soon as you get to like being an adult, you're like, oh, snow day. Oh, going to have to drive in that. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't drive yet. So I'm still like, whoa, snow day every time it happens. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah for, uh, driving in is not fun at all. Yeah, I can imagine. But, uh, but either way, we're not talking about snow today. We're talking honestly about one of your <laughs> one of your picks. <laughs> yeah, yep, we are. Oh, and we're going to give them the limelight they deserve. Oh, I mean, start we'll as you see. mean to go on, right? <laughs> well, those are some good transitions there. You've been oh, working on it. Huh? Yeah, I've spent my whole my whole store of them in the first song. <laughs> it's just build up. It's just build up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get hyped, everybody. <laughs> More terrible transitions to come. <laughs> but yes, we're talking about your pick, which is Limelight's Honestly. So let's play that. Feel it's a shit I can go yeah I'm so 
Okay, there's like another minute there, but I'm going to assume no music happens. Give me your thoughts on Limelight's Honestly, I guess. Um, honestly, that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I've been listening to this like a little bit over the last week since it came out. Mm. And I, while I don't think it's not as good as their, their first releases, I think it's... It's okay as like um, a debut track for them. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is with Limelight. They consistently get like right to the precipice of being good and then don't quite make it over for me. <laughs> like it was the same with their pre-debut stuff. They're always like about as good as you can be before you become good. You know, <laughs> in my opinion. Like they're like as close as you could possibly get to making the playlist without making it all the time i don't know why <laughs> mm, yeah 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 it's i don't know there's something that they're like holding back on yeah I don't know why they're doing it it's that and also like i don't know i don't want to shade these girls but they seem to like their vocal delivery is like doesn't have the finesse that you need for the types of stuff they're trying to do like and, um yeah <laughs> i i guess i'll talk about it now they have a b-side that is very eyes one as you'd expect um, and you can, when you listen to their B-sides that sound like Eyes One, you can tell why Eyes One was so good because <laughs> they they did stuff right that these girls just don't do right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate because like they've had so much time to like you know analyze that and yeah. like, make something that like that their own. But yeah, uh, yeah, I mean I won't fault them. They're a new group under a new company, so mm-hmm. uh, they have room to grow. I think definitely. I just hope that... I don't know what it is. I think also it doesn't help that they have those creepy-ass acapella versions. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. I I had to avoid listening to those this time or else my Spotify would just put those on shuffle and (laughs) I'd never be able to escape it. So I was dying laughing to the one of their Eyes One song uh, where there's just Uh. so much silence. (laughs) It's such a weird listen. It really is. I might have to check that out later. Then. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Since I'm talking about it, why don't I just play it on stream? <laughs> Let me find it. Um, <laughs> it's so strange. Okay. I haven't muted it. This is just how it starts. So I'm just going to let them have some, some silence. <laughs> 
시간이 됐어 다 끝나버린 내 맘이 잘 모르겠어 넌 지쳐버린 내 지금이야 애써 널 비춰보면 그날에 내가 보여 잊지 못한 너와 나의 기억 모두 다 새하얗게 너를 비춰줬던 너 그때가 좋았어 새까맣게 변한 법네 모습이 꺼져버린 꿈 시간이 멈춰질 때 다시 날 부를게 지금부터 넌 나를 봐줘 내두 눈에 맞춰 다시 네가 날볼때 모두 다 말해줄게 이대로 나를 스쳐 지나가는 운명 모두 여기서 끝내 내가 먼저 말할게 세상을 움직였다 너를 보여줬다 나를 비춰줄 너라는 세상에다 모두 담아 꼭 불러줘 내두 눈을 비춰 안아줘 이 순간 나를 지켜 지금이 Yeah, that's, that's the weird acapella version of Blanc Noir. Yeah, I, I kind of hate that, that they, it's not even like a true acapella. They just that's the problem. The they just, they don't, they don't fill in any of the instrumental with voices like you would expect from an acapella song. It's literally just yeah. like, they should just call it vocal stem version because that's what it is. Yeah. It's just the vocal yeah. stems and they sound weird because there's so much production on them and nothing surrounding them. Yeah, they pretty much just stripped the backing track and just threw their vocals on. Like, I mean, it's good for people that make remixes, but like, that's don't call it acapella. I mean, technically, it's all voice, but that's Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) that's because you just got rid of everything that wasn't voice. You haven't filled in the blanks. Yeah, there was literally fifteen seconds of silence at the start of that song. Complete silence. (laughs) Fifteen full seconds. Like, who thought that was the way to do it? They didn't even cut out the silence at the start. It's so weird. Yeah, I imagine you were just turning up your volume because you thought your sound was. I was, and then they fucking blew my ears off when it actually came in. (laughs) Because there's so much vocal production, and it's like they're so thick, the vocals on their songs. Yeah. It's Uh, a lot. Yeah, it's uh, kind of um, sad to see the trend now, the K pop. Honestly. Yeah. It's it's funny as well because like they have that song which is clearly an Eyes One ripoff and is going for Fiesta. And then the the one after that called Crystal has like the you know the weird like derpy trumpet in Fiesta. It has <laughs> that as well in it. Like a version of that. Oh my <laughs> fuck God. it. You know what we're we're already all in. Let's just find that as well. <laughs> Cause that was it was yeah, very strange. Because I thought I would try this, because usually Limelight are at least okay for me. And mm-hmm. uh, I tried it, and there was Derpy Trumpet. Let me find it. I'll get to the chorus. I won't make you listen to the whole thing. And we're about to get the chorus, so I'll just leave the play from here. So they just have a synth trying to do the derp trumpet sound from uh, Fiesta. <laughs> I mean, the, it isn't as bad as the actual trumpet sound in Fiesta. Yeah, it's it's more subtle, but still, like they have two songs that are aping Fiesta. Like, come on, yeah. just make your own songs, Limelight. I'm sure they'd be good. <laughs> I mean, uh, Eyes One's not around anymore, so I guess. 
Yeah, but we still have Fiesta, and it's better than both of those songs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. This this honestly song though did actually get pretty close to making my playlist, and there's just things that just don't work. I I don't know why. I don't know if I don't like their voices or I don't like what they do to their voices because mm, the okay. the vocals in their songs are always so like there's like no light touch with it. Everything's so yeah. like clumsy and heavy, and like <laughs> that's I think what you need in these types of songs is you need some subtlety, and there just isn't any. Yeah, nothing feels kind of natural with their like voices or anything. It's just yeah. like, way overproduced. Yeah, big time. There's like yeah. so much EQ on it. They do the like make crushing it and making it sound real small, and they like quadruple track it. It feels like at times there's like so so much vocals coming at you. It's just too much. Mm. It's a shame because I think this could have been really good if they did it well, but it's just not. There's just never the subtlety that it needs with Limelight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll give them, like, uh, I guess the benefit of doubt right now, and hopefully they keep improving. Yeah. I think definitely they're not not far away from being a really good group. They just need to get that last, like, 10%. Yeah. And then we'll be be all in on it, you know? They could could easily (laughs) become, like, a community favorite if they just fixed a couple of the things, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, just look at um, 50 50, right? Exactly, but they they do all of the subtlety really well immediately, so yeah. <laughs> that's kind of an unfair comp. comp. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I think Limelight could get there. I just don't think they're quite there yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, but keep doing the weird acapella versions because they're just so weird to listen to every time. Uh, it's it's kind of cursed, actually. <laughs> yeah, big time cursed. But we need some cursed in our lives, you know. No one else is giving us that, so I'm at least... Although I think they're a baffling artistic decision, I'm still glad that they, like, include them just because I get to laugh at them every time they come back. You know, at this point, they might as well just commit to it. Yeah, just have that as the actual comeback. Just 15 seconds of silence just standing on the stage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Can you imagine that? What's actually better, though? What's actually better if if, if on a music show, they can hear the produced track and they're dancing to the produced track and there's just silence. (laughs) 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 And then they just start singing out of nowhere. (laughs) At that point, you need a camera facing the crowd. Oh yeah, just people being like, (laughs) what's going on? Oh... I love it. <laughs> oh. <sighs> but yeah, Limelight bringing us some great content at the very least. <laughs> Even if I don't yeah. love their songs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was either, for me, it was either this or it was going to be uh, Tri-B, so. Oh, okay, okay. Very different. Yeah, yeah. I figured I would give um, some of the older songs a chance before I got into the, this uh, last week's stuff, so. mm I'm not going to be like pedantic if people want to cover stuff from a few weeks ago next week. It's all good. Uh, it's all right. I mean, um, if I call it next week, I might do Yensei. So. Oh, okay. Let's see. It will probably be a Sunday show because I'm away all weekend next weekend. It'll have to be like a Sunday evening if I do one, but that's all good. We'll all good. see. <laughs> but I, th- I think this song is like the most obvious free to go of all time. <laughs> oh definitely yeah yeah and everyone's voting that way it's got three free to goes at a key to the city it's probably about right to be honest yeah it's not it's not terrible but it's like it just could be so much better i think yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah thanks for bringing it bladed you got any shout outs 
Um, no, not really. I mean, shout out to everyone listening to the podcast. I guess. There you go. Knows the audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need a bigger audience. You know, more Big people time. to call in. We do. Yeah, last last week we were just watching videos for hours, being like, "They'll turn up soon." <laughs> but I think I picked like the worst possible time for everyone last week. Yeah, so. I wasn't even at home last weekend, so <laughs> could make it. It's all good. I'll yeah, I'll try and but, poll uh, every week from now on, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, um. Yeah. Once you have like a schedule going, I think a lot more people will be able to lock in their times as well. Yeah, I hope so. We'll see. But um, I'm glad you could join us this week at Least Bladed. We always love having you yeah. here. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing, Diggy. Thank you. I will do that. And thank you for calling in. And yeah. I'll talk to you later. Okay. See you next time. See you later. Okay. My next caller is the wholesome T herself. I'm going to bring her in. Here we go. Hello, T. Don't forget to unmute. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? I am okay. I watched <laughs> nearly an hour of Esper crap before the show, so it's going great. <sighs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> oh, yes. How are you doing anyway? Oh, I'm doing so good. I've had like the best day ever. Um, just been so nice. Do you mm. want to hear how my do you want to hear what I did with my day? Go ahead. So I got up like naturally without an alarm, like human or physical. Um, and I made a bacon butty and oh. a cup of tea. Yes. Yeah, it was so good. Uh, so I made a bacon butty and a cup of tea and I had those. And then I went and walked Billy, had a nice dog walk. Then I came home and had a bath. Oh. Then I had beans on toast. <laughs> <laughs> giving everyone a culinary tour of bricks in here with bacon butties and beans on toast <laughs> oh. um and then i did just like just been making music all afternoon which has been on. amazing we'll be covering um, tea soon on the show oh god not for a long long time <laughs> um one day maybe mm. um and then now I'm talking to you guys about music, which is amazing. Absolutely. It does sound like you've had the best possible day. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I love my family more than anything, but I just love being alone so much. <laughs> mm. Introvert life. <laughs> yeah, it's best. just so good. Oh, it's just so, <laughs> so good. In contrast um, to your day, I got woken up by loud music uh, and then had, like whatever was left in the cupboard for breakfast which was peanut butter on toast oh, that's <laughs> yeah it was alright but you know it was amazing called my parents, chatted to my mum for a bit oh, uh, nice. and then had some kimchi ramen for lunch realised I'd run out of milk so I can't have tea uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so that's why I was having a coffee because that's the only thing I can drink what black I know. It's going like shit, man. I realised when I came off the phone and then had to have a shower, I was like, oh fuck, I don't have enough time to get milk before the show. So I'm like tea-less diggy this, this week and it's not fun. Oh my god. But yeah. So your day's been much never, better than mine. <laughs> I would never let that happen. Never. 
I don't tend to, but now I work from home, I don't go shopping after work, which is what I used to do, which is how I would, like, stock up on stuff. I'd be like, oh, okay, I need milk, and then I'd just go after work. Mm-hmm. But now I'm working from home all the time. I'm like, eh, I'm not going out. Or I just don't realise. We go through so much milk in this house. We literally, like, you know the biggest milk? The is six it like pointer. Six pints? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We go, how, many of them, how many of them do you think we go through a week? Like, three, maybe? Four, we go through. Jesus! <laughs> of the blue milk as well. <laughs> I mean, how many of you is there, though? Four. There's and four. A dog, but he doesn't drink milk. Oh, so you get through yeah. an entire six pinter each. Yep. Okay, I was going to say, because I get through like a four pinter a, a week, I think, probably. Okay, then it's not too bad. Yeah. But that but depends anyway. on whether I'm having cereal or not. But anyway, these, this is probably not the conversation people are looking for from this podcast. Oh, I just um, and then I, I just yeah it's just obviously I you know I just I haven't had like it's very rare that I have a day where I can just be just on my own or and with Billy obviously but it's I just love it so much it's very very important to do now and again for me so absolutely yeah and now I'm here and that's great and so yeah two songs to talk about this week mm-hmm. um which <laughs> Ian. <laughs> Saying, why don't we call it an Ekalen? <laughs> why don't our you use Celsius? Exactly. Yeah, that's the main question. But anyway, um, so first song is going to be the new one from Fifty Fifty, which is called Cupid. Mm. Let's see if Cupid points his arrow at us with this song. Here we go. <laughs> Love, half of 
Okay then, T. Did Cupid get you, or is Cupid so dumb? <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me mute the Double screen. Double me, baby. Um, woo! <laughs> that woo is so loud. <laughs> um. So definitely in the running for choreo thing of the year with that amazing bow and arrow choreo in the chorus. It's so <laughs> cute. It's the Such stupid move idea. that gets me. They never show it well, but it's so cool. <clears throat> oh wait, hold on. Which one? Which bit is that? It's the first two choruses when they do so stupid. They do this awesome like shuffle plus arm choreo, and it's so cool. Oh yeah! But they yeah, show yeah, it yeah. so <laughs> poorly, <laughs> like in every performance and every and in the MV, they show it so badly. But it's so cool. Oh no! I think I know what you mean because I saw it in the one that you posted today, the live one. Yeah. They showed it. They showed it quite well. In there. Yeah, that's all right. Just I'm waiting for this dance practice just for that move. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love the bow and arrow move though. That is such a good idea. It's so cute. Um, so yeah, I was really pleased with this song. Had definitely high hopes from um the teaser pictures and whatever. And yeah, I'm really pleased. It's definitely very higher adjacent. Um, and I still definitely prefer higher. But I absolutely love this too. And it might end up coming close or overtaking higher it's really really nice i'm pleased that they've stuck with this um and i'll be really interested to see what other songs they come out with um alongside this one and i Mm. think truly these girls voices have got to be like some of my absolute favorite in any girl group around currently like the their voices are just so beautiful and so um just the texture of their voices is so lovely and it's just really not something that I'm hearing um, really from from many other girls at the moment. So um, I just always love to hear their voices and I think the harmonies in this song really stood out to me, like those kind of soaring harmonies uh, are really lovely. And... Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> and i think this styling is is generally really sweet like there's some there's a few random choices here but they've just they've just gone very much on the same vein as higher but it's it's not too like it's not too similar um it's like it's different enough and i like it just as much like i think they can exist alongside each other um Mm -hmm. being some some really good songs so those are my main thoughts. What did you think? <laughs> well, just just talk about every aspect of it and leave me nothing, why don't you, T? <laughs> Sorry. I'm joking, it's fine. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know I love 50-50. They gave me <laughs> faith that K-pop could be good again. And I think this is their worst song yet. <laughs> it's not like it's a bad song, but it has n- like none of the like insane like this could be the next most amazing thing feeling that i had with all of their first four mm-hmm. it's like higher to it's a bit worse now we mm-hmm. don't do the details as well anymore mm-hmm. what kind of details are you missing there's just like so many cool little production choices in like the first four songs like random little like bits of percussion popping out of nowhere or like the odd counter melody out of nowhere it's just like mm-hmm. Like almost brave soundy type stuff happening where there's Some just like layers. odd little bits coming in now and again. 
and like the the vocal layering was better done and like it's okay here but there's not the same light touch that you got in the first four yeah like the first like couple of verses with Aran and Shio both sound like pretty heavily produced and they don't need that they're very good vocalists mm -hmm. as we've been talking about yeah but yeah, I think it's only because I really had like insane hopes for this group that I'm like slightly disappointed with this song. Yeah. Hopefully when they um release the other songs, which I'm not sure when that is, you'll have to remind me. Hopefully, um It's just a single for this. Oh. Is that it? That's it, yeah. Cupid's it. Oh. Until the next really? major comeback, yeah. I thought, but there was that whole poster and it had all like loads of dates on and stuff. It was all like teaser, photos, all this shit, so. This oh. is it. <laughs> Cupid is it. There's not even a there's not even a B side to this, is nope. there? No, there's there's a version oh. of this song that's in English. Is that the twin version? Yes. Why is it called twin version? Don't know, mate. <laughs> Couldn't answer. I don't work for a tract. <laughs> Oh no, that's disappointing. Yeah, that see why I'm like a it's little bit really down on it. it. Yeah, because if this had a login no. on its B side, I'd be like, okay, cool, we're fine, it's all good. <laughs> but it's like this is it. I think that I think that's mm. why I'm like quite a little bit. When at least when I first watched it, I was a little bit disappointed because like mm -hmm. it's so much a retread of higher, and there's no like mm -hmm. attempt to have range, which is what was so cool about those first four songs. Is that they they covered yeah, like the so much ground, and now it's like we're on the same bit of ground and we're not stepping off of it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but but you know, for me personally, um, if they were gonna just have one song and it be like any of the four songs, obviously, you know, you know, well, this, this is T-pop, so like, you're gonna yeah. like this. But I don't yeah. need T-pop from every comeback, you know. <laughs> yeah. T-pop has its place, yeah, but it. you know, I I want some some range. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, what do we reckon about this rap then? <laughs> I don't see the problem with it. You will hate it. Oh my it's, god! It's more. It's more the like random triplet bit they give to Aran that's more jarring than the actual rap, in my opinion. When she comes in and start, because it's all very subdued, and then there comes in this bit where Aran's got this um, this super subdued. like. Yes, the song is subdued until you get this fucking triplet oh. shit coming in out of nowhere, and then the rap comes in, and they've prepared it, so it's okay. <laughs> but that would have been jarring if they didn't have that, the jarring triplet bit before it, so. Mm. But they don't change the song up for it, so it's okay. That's my, you know mm. that's my bar for rap. Mm. Rap is consistently bad in K-pop, so as long as they don't change the song, I'm like, eh, it's probably okay. <laughs> it's quite short, mm. too, in this song. But we could just not have it. Yes, but that's not the world we live in, T. Yeah, I this is K-pop. So. They will have a rap like in a ballad. They don't give a shit. Can't she just make her sing? Can't they just make her sing? What have I been have saying since debut? <laughs> just let them sing. They have cool voices, but yeah. She she just she just. I can tolerate Keena's rap way more than most rappers, to be fair, so. Why? Why? Because she has an interesting voice. Hmm. It's not like, oh, I was trained in a lab to be the same idol rapper that you've heard in every single song. 
which is what like 98% of boy group rappers sound like to me. <laughs> also, they gave her the worst outfits again, which just doesn't help her cause in terms of like how I feel. Like, yeah, but you've got a vendetta against her. It doesn't matter what she does. <laughs> she can come out with the most beautiful part of a song you've ever heard, and you'd be like, fucking blonde girl, get her out. No, I would <laughs> No, I would not. They'd be ridiculous. But this snow white kind of dress with the weird black bit on the top, like the top half, like the black bit on top, that just doesn't look right. Like the proportions of it are just all wrong. I just don't know why they give her the worst styling as well as the worst bits of the song as well, anyway. <laughs> because this isn't login. That's where she got to shine, and they're not doing another yeah. login. This is all they're going to they do now. I can't believe I've only got one song. That really, really surprises me. I mean, it was really quick after their last comeback, so yeah, it's probably but kind then, of unfair mm. to be like, you should write a whole new album in two months or whatever. <laughs> mm. All right, then. Well. But it's fine. It's like it's a between bit Free to Go and Key to nice. the City, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's only because yeah. we had such high hopes that it's a letdown. I think it's. I think the chorus the is girls, really catchy. Oh yeah, yeah, and the girls are still absolute stars. Yeah, they're but. great, and um, the key change is really sweet as well at the end. And I like the way the in the chorus it kind of like has that little explosion moment, which they kind of tie in with when they're shooting the arrow, which I just think is really for me. That's a little detail that's really just appreciated. So, mm. yep. They're that, still that absolutely one. amazing individually, though. Like, watch their performances. Aran is born to be on stage with that smile. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She's like, a, my a God. Truly beautiful smile. Yeah, amazing. Tippy top tier smile. Probably, in my opinion, best smile in K pop at the moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're, they're great. The song is okay, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, uh, let me refresh the poll. That was a dead, dead middle between Key to the City and Free to Go, so exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Two votes each. Uh, Let's get your next pick up. Which, with a title like that, gonna go great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, So, uh, um, next song is um called bad and it's by so yoon yes here from, we go. from yeah. sesonyon mm-hmm. who had a song that i liked like a year and a half ago or something so here we go
I'm going to assume that's the actual end of the song. Uh, <laughs> so you bad. How was it for you? Fine. That wasn't the end. There's the piano solo, like a lovely piano solo at the end. But oh. um, anyway, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> it was like an unchanging shot for the whole last minute. I assumed it was just like pretentious outro shit like these indie people do. No, it's a really lovely like piano. piano uh, you want me to play but... it? Hang on. No, that's okay. Don't worry, no, no. Oh, they didn't change the shot for the whole minute. Like, come on, what are you expecting from me, Soyun? Honestly. <laughs> your, at- your attention span just gets minimal at this point. I'm just so used to there being pretentious bullshit for a whole minute at the end of a song. I just assume that it's there. <laughs> this is how MVs are now. There's always some <laughs> crap you don't actually want to watch for like one or two minutes at the end of an MV. It's an interesting little test for people, isn't it? I think. Was whether anyway, you like having your time wasted or not, I don't. That depends if you think it's a waste or not. I say that, but I watched like 45 minutes of Espelor before the <laughs> fucking show, so I can't talk. Very <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, um, yeah, so just really want to give a big shout out to Swither for posting this song in the Discord because I never would have found... Um, Never would have found this. Uh, not an artist that I'm familiar with, not familiar with the band that she's from. So I, I really never would have found it. So as always, just loving this community for bringing, you know, great songs to everyone's attention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, you know, I definitely clicked on it because I was pretty sure I could see girls kissing. <laughs> so that's what drew me Jesus. in. Um and yeah amazing kiss scene at the start so good and love having stuff like that in there um yeah to me you know these kind of songs like really don't come along very often for me and um it's a really 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 special one and um just had a massive impact for me and i really really love it i think it's going to be one that i enjoy for a really long time the music video as well as the song you know um, mm. i've been playing this song Pretty much constantly since I first heard it and watched the video quite a few times as well. So, yeah, I really, really love it. And I was super impressed with, um, with like, uh, So Yoon and, and, like, some of her other stuff as well. And Swither kind of directed me to a couple of other songs of... Is it Siso Neon or So Neon? Seso Neon. Seso Neon. Right. <laughs> so I think um, there may have been a couple of songs. Yeah, I think Swither said he brought one on the show, but um, I don't think the band stuff is m- like so much my sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But it seems that um, quite a lot of um, Soyun's solo stuff is slightly more my thing, although not all of it. And all of her songs seem to be really quite different from each other. And I think that's one thing that I saw. She said that you know, with her solo stuff, it's really quite like wide ranging um, mm-hmm. in style. So. Um, yeah to me the kind of feeling that the song gives is just so um specific and i just love it when songs and music capture uh like a feeling that like i don't feel like i can have words for or that i don't feel like i can explain um i love it when that happens um and i just think it can really i don't know um <laughs> Here's where I'm going to ramble on about God knows what. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not very good with like words and stuff, but um, yeah, <laughs> to me, to me, it, it just the way that it makes me feel when I listen to it. It's that really kind of like 
uncomfortable kind of unnerving feeling which is so good as well like Sounds a great. beautiful feeling as well <laughs> no I really enjoy it because I think quite often you know I can kind of shy away from those kind of things in my, in art and music it's not some things that I kind of go for but when I kind of do then I, I really really enjoy it um I just think I'm sure it can be interpreted interpreted like loads of different ways but to me it just really sums up like that kind of um when like love can become really suffocating and kind of when someone's kind of wanting more from you that you don't want to give and um yeah and the, the lyrics are obviously all in english um and the lyrics are really really good fantastic um yeah just i just think it's awesome like just you know you know, I find it really boring when songs are always just like love all the time, blah, blah, blah. So when there's songs that show like different kinds of relationships, different kinds of love, I just think that's so interesting. Um, and I love that all the imagery, like the imagery of this tree that starts off kind of like growing. And then by the end, it's like dead and hanging upside down. Um, you know, when like someone's kind of like taken everything from someone. Um, and I love like the water imagery and, you know, the images of like the people kind of wrapped like trapped around each other like entangled together and um yeah and just like when they're the kind of scene where they're really like intensely staring at each other I don't know like I just love all that kind of stuff <laughs> I understand that it's it's like definitely not to everyone's taste mm. um but yeah all the kind of physical imagery in it I absolutely love I just I love all that kind of stuff and the song is so kind of haunting and it's like a really kind of soulful it's like a great soul song really um but then adding that kind of um synthy sound like kind of like haunting synthy sound to it um just gives it that like kind of uncomfortable element um kind of tinges it and yeah i just love it i think it's super super clever and um and yeah i'm really glad i found it mm -hmm. what else to say I think that's it, really. <laughs> <laughs> Blimey. Um, yeah, just really, really cool. And she's clearly a very talented musician. Like, I know she's an awesome guitarist as well. And I love the, the tone of her voice, that kind of slight huskiness to it. It's mm -hmm. really lovely. I, I feel like, you know, if you listened to it without seeing her or knowing who it was, you wouldn't necessarily be able to picture you know what, who it was being sung by and i always mm. love that as well so so yeah yeah really cool well there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, this... yeah i didn't think i was going to be able to call it in so i'm, I'm quite pleased that i was able to so mm -hmm. yeah yeah i'm i'm more on ian's end this just isn't a song for me yeah, fair enough. I don't, I don't give a rat's ass about imagery or MVs or any of this shit. I just want music that sounds good, and I don't like this. <laughs> the, the oh, yeah, like, the enough. like delay on the bed, bed. Oh yeah, like bed, bed, bed. I'm like, get on with it. <laughs> just, just say it on beat. <laughs> so I'm very tired by that part of the song. Like, the the instrumental's fine, I just don't like this kind of, like, when they go for this vibe that's, like, really nonchalant sounding, and everything's very delayed, and they're trying to be all like that, I just, I'm just like, nah, I don't want that. 
I do have like yeah, a yeah, Sesame on song I really like, so I was kind of hoping for something along those lines. It just didn't happen. Yeah, I really don't think she's sort of following what she does with the band. I think no. she's really kind of yeah branching out. But I forgot to say at the end about the um like the instrumental of it at the end, like when it kind of dissolves into that little funny little sounding electronicy voice version of the chorus, um, which obviously sounds really weird, and then it kind of goes into a really nice piano solo at the end. It's like very calm. I, I think that's so clever. Like I absolutely love that, that. That's the way the song finishes. It's just, again, like it for me, it's just like, I don't know. To me, it kind of like represents, you know, kind of succumbing to whatever the person is like wanting from you or whatever, or like, mm. yeah, I can't explain, but I think the end of it, the way it sounds really really kind of sums that up and like see at the end when she's kind of like reaching up it's like you know anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah if so you like all that to, stuff so this is for me. you if you're like me and yeah, you don't yeah. give a rat's ass about the message or imagery or anything this is not for you <laughs> <laughs> i don't know to me this is what music's all about it's like when i feel like i there's things that I don't understand or like can't have words for. And then like when music does that for you, it's just so great. Not necessarily things that I experience or have experienced or will experience, but just the things in like, just like the human experience that can't be explained necessarily. Yeah. I just think that that's super, super clever. So mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess so, since, yeah. since I'm trying to have something positive about it, go and check out Sessonion's joke. That's a really fun song. Oh yeah, I think that's the one that's with a shared with me as well. Yeah, I don't really like that one, but um, just outrageous musicianship. Great. Yeah, and I th I think the music video is quite quite cool for that one as well. Mm. Um, what was the one that I liked? It was called Winter. Yeah, that is Sisonion, not not just her. Winter. Yeah, that uh, Swither recommended that one to me, and that one's beautiful as well. But that's much more ballady, so. It's going to work for me. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, and that's got a beautiful music video with a lovely story as well. So, um, yeah. What else was I going to say? about? Oh, yeah. Just that I hope so much that um, she has a video with a performance of this. Um, I, I was like, I keep, have che keep checking since I found this song oh maybe she did do like a performance but I can, literally can't find anything at the moment but I really really hope so because um I've enjoyed I enjoyed watching some of her performances of this stuff mm -hmm. um clearly just a great performer great musician great singer and um oh what else there's one more thing I was gonna say no it's gone <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah mm. that is that yeah, two free to goes, one short sentence, one key to the city. It's average, enough, yeah. apparently. <laughs> but there you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But All even right. Ian well, has a on song on his playlist. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I, I would definitely keep having a look and having a listen, but. Um, Oh yeah, I know what I was going to say. The B side to this, I think. I think there's going to be like a whole album, um, but there's two songs out at the moment, and the B side is called Canada. So, shout outs to Bladed. Blimey. Um, <laughs> but this is just a very relaxing, 
ballady song. It's very like atmospheric. It's nice, but it's like absolutely nothing on this. Like this one just slapped me around the face straight away. And that was just like, ah. so yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll leave you to it. <laughs> I'll leave you to it. Bye. See you soon, T. My next caller is the man I'm expecting vocals from because he always gives them to us, whether we ask or not. And that is, of course, Swither Duster. Here he comes. Hello, Swither. Did you get any of that? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I was expecting something afterwards. And there's just like a massive, like, limelight-esque silence. <laughs> you know, you, you gotta let it sit for a moment. Mm. Um, how you been doing? Yeah, fine. <laughs> Chilling. I watched lots of Espelor before the show, so um, could be better, but you know. We had a good time. Nice. How are you, Swither? I've been doing bad, 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 bad. <laughs> um, but, you know, bad meaning good, not bad meaning bad, you know? So you're just lying, what you're saying? Well, that really gets to, you know, what's interesting about communicating generally. Where is the line? You have to get into a definitions debate for every single sentence if you're really going to say someone's lying about something like that. But uh, so much gets lost in translation, even one language to the same language. Um, so today, um, I am calling because I could not last time. Uh, mm -hmm. I apologize for uh, being a little late on the uptake. Uh, I thought I was going to hop in last week and there was going to be ongoing conversation about, you know, switch <laughs> Uh, but did not get any of that. I hopped on and that was uh, an impressive attempt. That's with it. I'll, I'll give you kudos <laughs> on that. Wow. <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, hopefully, we get that today, though. Um, mm. uh, sidebar: no, worry. I, Ian's I, got you covered. I, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't want to spoil too much uh, of Ian's spot, but I, I do just want to say. Um, that song was apparently supposed to be the demo was Sweet Tooth, and so they they oh. took that something okay. that would make a lot of sense, and then they 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 made it Juice, which I love that they did that. It really uh, changes the whole meaning in my mm. view. Um, but uh, yeah, today I'm bringing on something that. Uh, I think we all know what my opinion is going to be already. So yep. why don't we just get on with it? It's um, Teddy Bear. There you go. Stacy. Stacy's Teddy Bear. Anyway, anyway, we're there. 
없어 매일 매일 똑똑 말로만 so good 뻔뻔해 너무 much like bang bang so talk about it be your body all you lose 욕심이 quiet always breaking up it's your food 서두르지만 no hurries anyway anyway 우린 다 이번 생은 처음이잖아 with her have a gush i'm gonna need you to pump 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 it up a little bit <laughs> you know you're sounding already you know like oh you know have a gush okay you know the, the world needs a gusher right now you know <laughs> uh the world actually doesn't need a gusher the world needs a buff uh challah bread a buff brioche did you catch that the buff teddy bear challah bread out of the container no <laughs> oh that was one of the highlights for me they uh unpackage uh teddy bear themed treat and it's uh like braided yeah some, oh, somewhere i did between. see that i just don't have like it, i have like short-term memory loss for mvs that's reasonable it's a lot of information um yeah a lot going on here about what the teddy bear means uh, what would be your interpretation of what's attempting to be st- symbolized by a teddy I just, bear? I just don't care. I really just don't care. <laughs> I never delved deep enough to care what the teddy bear was supposed to be. It's just a teddy bear. Um, yeah, that's fine. Uh, that's a fine interpretation. Uh, I, it goes much deeper than... I think I was even ready for, but it's really about passivity and expectations uh, in love. Are we doing an esper here where we're we're extrapolating a million things from like nothing? No. (laughs) Because that's how it feels. I feel like I'm watching Espelor again, (laughs) listening to you talk about this song. (laughs) This is so grounded in the source material. Okay. Um, The, I, have watched the uh, song recording behind, which I would recommend 
anyone to watch because it's great. All of their, I mean, all of their non-music content is so on another level than other groups like behind the scenes content. But um, the uh, recording behind, they include a lot of uh, Black Eyed Pill song, specifically Rado, because Rado is the only one that ever appears and is perceived publicly. But uh, Rado's notes to the girls as they record and what he imagines to be the point of the song. And it seems to be much more about using a teddy bear as a symbol of uh, presumed uh, unconditional love and the laziness there. You know, you can put a teddy bear in the corner and it'll love you, whatever you do in that room. But, you know, as soon as you walk behind the teddy bear or anything, you know, it's, it's not doing anything. It has no capability of judging you, but it also has no capability of knowing you. And that's the uh, sacrifice made when you uh, accept this passive form of love. And uh, the video contains them acting as the crew, the enforcers, really, of <laughs> that unconditional teddy bear love. Um, I find it all quite touching, quite beautiful. Um, and they gave Isa another bridge, which, <sighs> you know, every time one comes up, it, it just uh, gives me a couple more months of life. Um, and so I'm grateful for that. But I have to make sure that my love for Stacy is not uh, passive. You know, if, if we listen to what uh, the esteemed Jay says during her rap verse, it's about you got to step it up. You can't just be, you know, relying on this teddy bear to, to bring you happiness. You got to be bringing something to the table, too. And so I'm going to take that message to heart because I think that these girls are infused with quite a good all-around message. Um, let's get into some more of it. Um, so the outfits, some are a little bit questionable. Um, I don't know. There's some cute moments, but overall, I would say it's one of the weaker styling uh, Stacy music videos overall. Um, the dance, I think, is extremely cute. The There was evidently some debate over how to depict the motion of a teddy bear in the chorus, and they went with the sort of orthogonal motions, right angles, and I liked that because it's a depiction of a teddy bear that emphasizes the thematic content that they were trying to go for. It's um, lack of choice. It's lack of agency. Um, and it's a fun dance from, you know, from my perspective. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the intro verse, Suman frequently gets early verses that are incredible, like on Beautiful Monster, her verse on Beautiful Monster is perhaps my favorite part of that song. And um, again, her early verse on this song, similar role. Um, yeah, I mean, I bodies everything. Uh, 
I'm going to take just a brief moment to talk about uh, Ice's appearance on Imujin's song service, just because, you know, everyone should watch it first off, uh, first foremost. But uh, if you don't watch all of it, if you get, if you just click about 10 minutes, 30 seconds into it, you will see uh, something that is just, uh, it's like a, singularity emotionally for me you know it's one of those things where everything is contained within it um happiness despair wanting to reach out and not having any mode of doing so uh you know every emotion is wrapped up into isa's yodel about 10 minutes and 30 seconds into her appearance on imujin song service so uh everyone should check that out it's 100% my type of thing, you know, in one mood, you could watch it and laugh at it. And in another, it could destroy you. Um, but yeah, I, I need her to yodel more. If she gets a yodeling, killing part in a future song, that would be incredible. Um, she, her contribution just cannot be uh, overstated. Uh, beyond that, you know, this seems mostly like uh, a Yoon energy uh, comeback because Yoon, she's she's the loudest and the most, uh, you know, trying to shower people with with her presence and uh, her energy. And I think, yeah, it comes across here. Uh, she didn't have it, uh, as many incredible moments as in Poppy. But, uh, you know, that's in the can already. We got it. Uh, I've heard some people saying that uh, this after Beautiful Monster is a really bad sign for the group. I've heard mostly negativity about this People song say that about well. everything, though. Yeah, maybe it is just one of those things where since I like it's just it, people I'm that like, like Beautiful Monster were like, oh, why are they changing? That's a bad sign. No. People change. Yeah. Yeah, this is absolutely consistent with their message. Uh, now, you know, do I want them to continue doing... Well, yeah, they, they haven't stagnated in any comeback. Every time they bring some different energy, uh, but always keep some themes going. So, yeah, I mean, we don't need another teddy bear. We got teddy bear, and I'm excited for what we got coming up next. Mm. um also just saying this comeback cycle she's been amazing they had a little content where she was playing uh an employee at the company much in the vein of a time to twice sort of skit but their execution i thought was just fantastic um yeah i i brought two songs on today do you have any other things you want to say about this song yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've said like nothing about the song so far. It's just for you talking about content. <laughs> I find it I find it interesting that so much of the comment is like, oh, what watch her on this other thing and oh watch her on this variety thing, because there's nothing to talk about with the song. It's so like boring and nothing. <laughs> like, um I'm sorry for ruining this for everyone, but this chorus is Starships by Nicki Minaj. <laughs> but cuter. That's all it is. It's the same chord progression and the same kind of progression of of like melody. It's so dull. In fairness, I don't think Nikki came up with that chord progression. No, I don't think she did, but, but it's like it's fair it feels like it wasn't that long ago and like we're back to it again. 
because for a while I was like, this sounds really familiar, and I couldn't place what it was, but it's it's starships. Um, teddies were meant to bear. Very Close enough. Chorus melody. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I, it I, just I feels like it. everything in this song has been done before. It's very boring and stagnant. Again, with the done before. I mean, it's a matter of feeling always because you know if you zoom out enough some omniscient narrator would be saying well you know well i don't know what what they'd be saying because they're omniscient but i imagine that they might think well obviously all of these things have been done before you're using the same elements yeah but i'm recognizing it and that's enough for me to be like this is boring i don't need another version of this fair fair so they were you want uh, everything's been done before we live in a simulation everything's shit but I, if I've heard it many times before and it's boring to me, it's boring to me. And I'm going to say it. <laughs> so you can say what you want about me saying stuff's been done before, but it's so, this song is like so generic. It's like very, anyone could have made this, you know? If you want to say that like Stacey are these, this incredible group with amazing people in it, then why does this sound like it could have come out of anyone? And like... <laughs> Um, there is no defending this crappy ass Sheehan rap. <laughs> no one is defending Dang. that, right? I didn't want to have to. Concede uh, where's T? Where's T? So Keena's rap was really bad. Yeah, have you heard this one? I, I, I wanted to. <laughs> wait, 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 am I audible? Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, I wanted to bring that up without it being a concession, but I will, in this context, concede. Uh, they will not be giving Sheehan another rap verse. Uh, but what um, are they what are they like, no, but we will though. <laughs> they don't listen to cool. feedback. Come on. I just K-pop, like buddy. No, I feel like nobody involved really wanted it. I think they were just <laughs> like, we gotta let Sheehan have a try at it, right? Yeah. And then you know you can see in the uh recording behind the scenes that they put out her recording her rap section. And yeah, I don't think she wants to do it in the future. <laughs> bang! Do they not bang. have a second rapper? I, like I know that they have Jay as their main rapper, which it, like destroys me to no end. That just because she has a low rap, low voice, they're like, yeah, you can rap. But um, do they not have a secondary rapper? Yoon can spit. Yoon loves to spit. Oh, Yoon, okay, but Yoon's also like lead vocalist. So yeah, I mean, Yoon is just uh. Shish. If you let her, she'll go out and do whatever. You know, she she mm. she wants to to capture it. She wants to seize the day. She's just that that type of girl. Mm. Uh, I respect that. I feel like sometimes they give uh, Suman. Well, you know, Suman can spit if she wanted to. That's all I'll say. Yeah, um, I I would like to see Jay actually get a chance to do something instead of just being relegated to rapping. I, I, I would argue that that's why there's a correlation between So Bad being their one and only best song and everything since not being as good because they just don't let Jay sing. Hmm. Well, we have some counterexamples in their discography, but... But not in their true. title they tracks. Have not, they have not given her a bridge or, like, big solo moment in a little bit mm. that wasn't uh, a rap verse, but... I don't know. Uh, it deeply annoys know. me because they have this awesome, like, unique thing and they just don't use it. <laughs> no one else sounds like Jay in K-pop. Use it. 
I think they will. You know, I think uh, that, that's a good reason to follow the group and support their continuing activity. But every time because... I follow them and I watch their comebacks, it's consistently not great. So I feel like I'm not being rewarded for doing that, you know? Okay, yeah, I mean, if you're not a fan of, of what's going on, you're not a fan of what's going on. I can only help. I mean, I can only hope that uh, next time they, they win you over. But um, I feel the energy of something important happening just about every time they drop. So uh, either I'm, you know, too far in to know or they've got something real. I guess we'll see. Mm. Um, I, I think you're too far in to know. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. 100 as well. That's another thing I wanted to complain about. Why are we using the fucking phrase 100? You're Korean, please. Hey, it rhymes really well with 100. I'm so no. sick of these fucking, like, Americanisms getting injected into it, though. Okay, you are... You're it's so contrived. Is... I hate it. You, you could watch, you know, if you want to escape any of that, you can watch the... Um, uh north korean 2023 new year's uh celebration because they have some music in the north korean new year's celebration that won't have any americanisms no englishisms the only in outside influence that you might see is their uh blatant rip off of g friend's fingertip which <laughs> um really was an inspiring thing to see you know mm. just that the power of a song like fingertip by g friend could just be irresistible you know it, it has something it's like it's like uh oh snap yeah the way that the ode to joy has been used by you know every uh you know political dynasty pretty much that since it's uh come out you know it was used by the nazis it was used by you know americans it's been used by virtually anyone when they want to like have a big you know we're all one nation sort of moment they play the Ode to Joy. You know, I think that um, G-Friend Fingertip has that sort of power, and I think that was evident. But yeah, uh, that's a tangent. Just to say, you know, if you really want to avoid the Englishisms, the Americanisms, you have your North Korean New Year's performances. That's great. I also have lots of things that don't have Americanisms in, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm just getting very tired of them having these like phrases that no one actually uses outside of the U.S. in their songs. One hundred. You don't think anyone says one hundred? They do, but they're people that you don't want to be around because they're fucking annoying. <laughs> I don't want that, you know. Uh, you know, any of you out there that were just thinking that I said one hundred yesterday, I'm here for you. You know, I don't think you're annoying. Um. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, so uh, perhaps getting a little bit too deep in the weeds here, I'm talking about um, some stuff that, you know, we, we got to get to some beautiful people that are still yet to come. So mm. why don't we uh, why don't we move on to sure. um, the so next? So before we end... Teddy Bear got one position on the board from Bladed, one free to go, and one night in the cells. So, split jury. <laughs> and now I need to get the poll working for your second pick. And rather like a snake, we're using a triple S now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, this is triple S's comeback. 
you know, their first since uh, Uri Generation, uh, which... <laughs> Technically not triple S, it was a subunit, but you know, we'll ignore that, right? Uh, technically, technically, I don't know. If they um, want to call it a subunit, it's not triple S. <laughs> yeah, but I think uh, based on Jaden's strategy with this, those subunits are going to be uh, rapidly shifting according to NFT owners' votes. Oh, so, God. Um, but, you know, that's just an interesting dimension of this uh, of this group whereby the songs get decided uh, in their forums by card-carrying members. People who own uh, NFTs and, in 2023. Oh, best crime. And uh, this song was the product of such a round of voting. Uh, there were a number of rounds where you know, song snippets were juxtaposed in videos and then uh, card-carrying members could vote, which snippet sounded like title track material. Mm. And uh, I think that that experiment, while the raw materials are questionable, that experiment has worked out pretty nicely. I think they made a good selection as to which should be the title track. You know, we, we make these complaints all the time about oh, there was a B-side on that one mini that, you know, really outperformed or was way better than the title. Mm-hmm. Maybe this could help avoid that, but we'll see how much we can trust the card-carrying members' opinions. But okay. anyway, this is Triple S's um, <laughs> Rising. It's Jesus, rising. you can't even remember the name of the song. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not a good start. I was just thinking about generationism. <laughs> but yeah, it's called Rising. Okay. So let's get into it. Here we go then. Triple S. Uh, what's it called again? Uh, rising. Let's go. Just go be a young shit that's all I'm 
Okay. Are they rising in your expectations? Yes. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, wow. Uh, did this give anyone some feelings that they might have experienced maybe like four or five years ago? What, when um, when Luna were releasing songs that sounded exactly like this? <laughs> yep, about that time. Yeah. About that time. Um, I, I mean, he still got it, I guess, you know? Uh, he still can assemble a fantastic songwriting team and uh, still somehow, you know, despite everyone saying, Oh, you know, he's, he's, you know, treated everyone like shit. That's why he got kicked out of BBC and that sort of stuff. And, oh, he's this piece of shit that, you know, deleted the album or whatever. Somehow he still has good relationships with the songwriters of the Luna songs. And sometimes, somehow he, he you know, uh, still got the mono tree behind him. And somehow he can still put together a girl group that puts out a really good song. So I don't know. Um, I don't know what's what's going on in the background, but uh, I'm inclined to follow good music wherever it goes. Mm. And uh, yeah, it gave me it gave me some uh, early Luna era feelings. It's like, wow, you know, they got it. This is a sound that doesn't have like you know. I I like a lot of songs that. You, let's take Teddy Bear for example. Teddy Bear is a song that. I like a lot. It touches my soul in a way, but would it play well in contexts where I'm around people that don't have the same men mental illnesses as I do? <laughs> uh, probably not. Whereas Luna songs, as well as these, they could do a little bit better. I'm not saying I'm not saying that they would uh, seamlessly get you know put into a DJ set around me, but definitely doesn't have that uh embarrassing cringe childish edge to it that mm. um puts a lot of people off of things uh to me to as me as long as you, you don't show the mv some, i agree you're making some squirming sounds so can we explain that yeah because you said childish and i was like but they make them look like they're about 13 in all of their mvs and it makes me it weirds me out greatly now, how's that? Because some of these girls showed up looking like a straight-up bouncer. Uh, you know, they're riding like a gang in the back of public transport. You know, what, what about yeah, They look about look 12. Like look at them. <laughs> they look so young. I don't know if, it, um, if it's, like, makeup or they just, like, scouted girls that look way younger than they are. But it's, like, very strange. Uh, what they do with these triple S girls. Because when I actually looked up their ages, the majority of them are around 20. And then there's like one that's really young and one that's quite young. And like, it baffles me because so many of these girls, like, I think obviously they're trying to lean into them being like school kids with all of their styling and the, the situations in this MV and stuff, but they really look like school kids and it's very strange. <laughs> It's like the reverse of when they were making all of the underage girls do sexy concepts before they actually were of age. Which, to be fair, is not as bad as that was, but it's still uncomfortable to me. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think this is uh, depicting a sort of important aspect of the uh, the whole K-pop phenomenon, I think. I mean, I don't know what it's like 
in uh, in South Korea during some of this, but uh, I imagine that this does reflect some of the things that go on in a reasonable, if you know, uh, more positive light of just. Ooh. Sorry, did you just disappear? Audible. What the fuck happened there? You were like, of just, and then you just vanished, and now you sound like you're in a basement. You know, they keep trying to stop me from <laughs> spitting. You know, they, they, do, they don't want to hear me. He's got too <laughs> many secrets. Cut him off. <laughs> I got too many ops, too many haters. <laughs> they, they really, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they don't want to hear what I have to say, but, you know, I'm resilient. <laughs> I'm rising. And, uh, yeah, uh, the the situation of just sort of like, because, you know, like, like we're talking about with the age problems in K-pop, frequently it is high schoolers that are, and in dire circumstances, middle schoolers that are uh, debuted in these groups. And the dynamic that one might imagine if you were like in high school and then people are like, acquaintances are like finding out through the grapevine that, uh, oh, you actually are, in a k-pop group you're you're actually shit you know you 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 got you have juice at the moment and uh that has to be a strange dynamic i mean in high school for me it's like you know if someone towards the end of high school is you know maybe getting scouted by a bigger school or you know might go d1 you know that's like a huge deal oh my god they might actually be shit they might actually be shit but to actually be, you know, in one of these groups that's uh, having any level of success or um, position in the industry, you know, that's got to be an interesting dynamic. And then they show like the sort of disparity between people that might be more conformist and then people that might, you know, a clique that might want to, you know, do things a little differently. And, you know, it's touching on some universal themes, but with a backing of the context of k-pop in south korea that yeah it's just a smart way to play it i think and the feeling of you know the shots of them on stage towards the end of the video is so amplified by the build-up of like oh you know everyone's talking about these girls in this group and then you know people their age showing up and being like wow you know that's something um but yeah so this is um I think they have ten members so far. Of I the, they had more than that. Well, maybe they have thirteen at this point. I don't know, but they ultimately they're supposed number. to have twenty-four. Because everyone was like, "How the hell is that going to work?" Because there was loads of them, but I don't remember how many. Yeah, they're trying to get twenty-four in there. That's um, the one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so far we have a member of Busters. Oh my God! You know. Uh, I only want success and uh, I only wish a beautiful continuing life to each of the members of Busters. They've given us uh, classics like Pinky Promise and Grapes. And uh, I think it's Cheyenne from that group that yeah. is in Triple S now. And then obviously Bibi's little sister, Nakyang. Incredible. They give her, actually, wait. Is it her that gets the like midi da da rap verse? God, I don't know that that one was a little polarizing, but I thought that was clever. I mean, from my really low level of understanding of the language, that seems like sort of a clever uh, 
syntactically sound way of getting off like a tongue roll. So I think, I think that was played well. I want to say a lot of the outfits I thought were incredible. I think the neon colored set, uh, all the outfits there look great, very stylish, very, you know, my imagination of the future in terms of styling. And, uh, you know, some of the shiny puffer jackets are getting a lot of play recently. I rock with that. You know, there's been some crazy instances where people take it perhaps too far, like a Tribe recently put out a video in which they have really uh, bold manglings of the puffer jacket, but run with it. You know, I respect it. It's cool. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this was a stylish well-constructed video and another slight detail that does make it feel like luna as well is just the fact that you uncharacteristically had the captions on for this um mm -hmm. and in the captions they capitalized the first letter of each word <laughs> and for a lot of the luna stuff they would do either that or they would just have the captions be in all caps and it's just one of those funny barely anything decisions that ends up contributing something strangely real to it i don't know what it is wow they but can ruin your heart just, that easily swither my god i'm just saying details <laughs> details 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 and uh and a lot of people are hype on the b-sides and with good reason uh there's again a lot of the same production team that worked on Luna stuff, a lot of mono tree. Yep, this I is liked, now that uh, Luna are just in just a court outfit. Um, this is Luna now. Yeah, this is your Luna, abandoned Luna. Yeah. This is now called Luna in your head. This group because <laughs> they're just Luna. <laughs> oh god, it hurts. It hurts. But um, hey, if they got thirteen members. <laughs> <laughs> They got one spare um, for when one of them makes too much money and fucks off into court, you know? It's all good. That's uh, all, they, they're prepared well, for it. You know, <laughs> I am, I'm trying to take the attitude of blaming Luna's company, BBC, for almost everything that went wrong. But if this one goes really terribly, then I will finally concede maybe Jaden is a bit irresponsible. <laughs> but up until that time, I'm going to say, mm. you know, he's... It seems to me he's just been contributing. That's that's all I'm saying. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it does hurt when you listen to some of the B-sides, like colorful especially because that is like, it even has some of the melodic. Uh, colorful is straight up a Luna song. There is yeah, no like other you know, comparison they're, they're... you can make. It is Luna as fuck. It has the same producers as Luna songs. It has some of like really the same sort of melodic patterns with like uh, um, running up and down vocally. Mm. Same way they bit. stack uh, the vocals. And like the focus on colors even. I mean, colors yeah. is a legendary Luna song. And then this one's just, you know, we have good chemistry. Yeah, we are so colorful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought that was goofy. And on first listen, I was like, 
it was honestly putting me off the song. I was like, okay, this is Luna, and then it, it's just them being like, mm. yeah, you are so colorful. But then it it got in, and I was like, maybe I do need to say that to someone. Uh, but uh, my favorite B side is the baddest. Which uh, just off the title alone, I wouldn't imagine that you would vibe with that much. It's not KDA's um, the baddest, so it's it's different, you know. It's better than that. It is decisively <laughs> better than that. And um, yeah, I had some of my favorite uh, Luna production team members on that one, and it really has, you know, it's exactly what I like them for. You know, that great texture and detail, and mm. um, you know, patience in a way but uh yeah the b-side the baddest very cool i think that one comes together the best in in message and sound and vibe um but yeah uh this proved to me that they you know they're not messing around with these music videos they have a style that you know it is carrying a lot of the luna stuff but it, it's established for me that i I think that my expectations can, you know, start sitting at a high level for them because, yeah, the consistency and the uh, long lineage of music that has gone into it already. Mm. Kind of I like disappointment it. if you got high, high hopes then. That would be your first thought, but yep. we don't all think like that. Because this happened so many like times, that. bud. Every time I get excited, the next one's an absolute stinker, usually. Well, yeah, I mean, again, I guess we'll see. Um, mm. Which but is, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not excited about Triple S, so you should be okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the real thing. Yeah, I, 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 gotta, <laughs> I have to configure it so that... You have to yeah, not really like maybe... the stuff I like and like the stuff I don't like, and then you won't be disappointed. Okay, maybe that's I've sort of accidentally already fallen into that sort of... Uh, dynamic sure. uh, and yeah maybe there's some fate to that mm. um so i just got sort of distracted watching that scene in the music video where they're just absolutely going to town on those slices of pepperoni pizza well they're holding um, them you know <laughs> don't know about going to town on them oh okay they're holding them i don't know if they're actually eating them but they're holding them <laughs> okay you know, that's what i love well, doing with pizza i don't like eating it i just hold it you know, and, and watch shit. That's how I do pizza. Hey, they take some Squidward bites out of those joints. <laughs> they definitely take some Squidward bites And then bites swiftly out of go off set to spit them out because they have to stay really thin. Because otherwise, yeah, Squidward. Yeah, otherwise the company's going to do the way and they're going to cut you. Woo! <laughs> Love K-pop. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, hey, pizza isn't even that healthy of a food. No, it's um, very much not a healthy food. <laughs> Exactly, you know, maybe it's... <laughs> uh, but yeah, to sum up on Triple S, I didn't understand why people were so hyped for them until I listened to Colorful, and then I was like, oh, it's because they're Luna. So now that I can recontextualize them as schoolgirl Luna, I now understand why people like them. I mean, But until they graduate school from schoolgirl to woman, I'm probably not going to be in. 
Okay, I don't, I'm curious what what crossing that line would really mean. You just mean like having more like uh, looking like adult adults. makeup, just looking know. like People adults, look not looking at them and going, "You're 15 and you have no like life experience or anything," you know. But you were saying that the majority of them are in fact adults. Yeah, which is the bizarre Man, thing. So you're being kind of mean to them. You're saying, "Oh, get out of the club! You're 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 childish. You're ch- you're too childish for this." They club. just look like children. Like they just look like children. Whether it's, I mean, mm. the styling is really not helping. But whether it's the styling or the makeup or something, it just doesn't go well. You know, for me. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, but I'm just, their, their audience is children, so it's fine. You know, the children will be fine. Yeah, do you think? Yeah, it's interesting. What, no, what they haven't think... sexualized them too. They've infantilized them, <laughs> which is a different thing, but still creepy. Uh, infantilize you're using such extreme words for these girls that are just trying to roll around town with their friends and go to concerts and stuff. Whatever. Around school kids. Um, okay, I mean, maybe on the y'all school had... bus. Maybe y'all had permissive parents where you could roll around late at night with all your friends in early high school and uh, just do all this sort of biz, but perhaps not everyone did. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't find any issue, is all I'm trying to say. I don't find any issue with the aging, you know, the styling of their ages. I didn't have any perception of that being really a dimension of this. I think everything sort of makes sense in what they're trying to depict in the music video. So I will be curious if they can hope to do anything that will change your view on that other than putting on the old person Snapchat filter or something. Um, Keep belittling me. It's all good. Someone's got to defend these girls. You're saying that these, these everyone defends these girls. I'm the only one not defending them. Don't worry. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It's just you and I. So, I'm defending them in this context because I wouldn't feel good if I was 20 years old and someone was commenting on my my triumphant good song music video where you know I was practicing my cheeks off to get the moves right and then you know in the stew for a long time and then some British guy comes along and says she looks like she's 12. I mean she does though I mean everybody else fucking loves this shit so don't worry it's just me saying this it's not it's not important I just don't like when the girls look like they're 12 that's not my thing it's the same reason I don't like new jeans because they actually are like 14 and the same reason I don't like this because they make these 20 year olds look like they're 14 I don't need that I'm not in school that's not my thing anymore you know I thought you were all about the music I am all about the music but it's distracting when there's shit like this Oh, T, they're like, most of them are about near 20, and then uh, like one of them is like 14 or something, and another one's like 17, something like that. There's like one or two that are underage, but the majority of them are like 20, 19, 18 type type beat, but, you know. On a 2019 type beat, yeah. Yeah, but, you know. Um, Fun. Okay. That's why it's so well, weird yeah. to me because I I, I I can put myself in their position of being a twenty year old and then being made to look like I'm fourteen. That would be very creepy. <laughs> I would not want that. 
so I don't like it. Like, look at this fucking girl in the little sports jersey. You can't be telling me she don't look like she's 13. Get out of here. Uh, I mean, I, I genuinely didn't get that vibe. But, you know, uh, perceptions are different all around the world. People age different all around the world. Um, but uh, song was quite good, I thought. Uh, the song is at, fine. I don't have great complaints about it. I just, you know, it's Luna. <laughs> I can't say anything else. It's just Luna. Luna is Luna. Yeah, I mean, in, in, in trying to contrast them, I think they're going for a little bit more edge and less of what has come to be termed Ooh. like the ethereal, uh, you know, vibe. They're the going for more Lars than Luna. That's what they're going for. Luna with more Lars. What? Lars who? Everything what? is a la 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 song. Oh la la la. They la, love their la. Lars. I thought it was crispy. Yeah, they they've had a, a consistency in the their two title choruses so far of, you know, taking the same sort of uh, raw materials and doing something that's catchy and still has like a, a vibe and edge to it. Mm. Um so I've liked that so far. But yeah, I mean I don't know. I feel like just like earlier when you were talking to T, you know, um, uh, about Cupid, you know, saying like, this is too normal. Um, this isn't new enough, that sort of thing. I mean, I maintain what I said about that, which, you know, I think that you might, you might need to give a second chance to Cupid. I have been giving it chances. It gets better every listen, but it still feels like a bit of a retread, you know? I think the reason I'm like that is because the reason I got so hyped about 5050 is that they did four completely different feels for their first four songs. And now they're like, let's just redo one of them, you know? Hey, one at a time, huh? Mm. So can we please have login next? I want I want that again. Yeah, I please. was waiting for that. Yeah, the, the secret is you, you go just, hard again. I just wanted that. You know, I just want the range. You want to log back in. I want the yeah, range, I, and I want Keena to actually get to do shit that fits the song, and so T can stop fucking moaning all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love that dynamic, and uh, I think she has a point. Um. I, I think she has a point about every K-pop song, but that Keena is not the biggest offender. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I think this the week of Valentine's Day, uh, week before this last one, was a momentous week, uh, just with all that SM stuff still unfolding. And then... Yeah, really, I guess it hasn't moved that much since the previous show. There's just been a lot more um, outwardly facing. You know, there's been a flurry of SM statements, mm. and uh, not much has moved on the Luna stuff. But There's been know, so much just... shit about SM that I'm expecting like their, their CEO to come out with a diss track on Hybe at some point soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Suman as a character is just uh, deepening every time the more I hear about it. I mean, seems like a tragic figure in some ways, but uh, we'll see how it goes. I hear yeah, we, that we've that, had all these these YouTube videos explaining all of the reasons that they don't want this to happen with the shareholders and everything. I'm I'm waiting till they get petty enough that it's just like 
TikTok videos with like skull emoji <laughs> captions on them about fucking hype. <laughs> Just back and I mean, forth. It's almost there already. I mean, Suman's nephew uh, coming out with that video where he's like, come on, big guy, you know, kneel with me. You know, we both <laughs> sinned. It's like, what? <laughs> I, I'm with Bladed on this. We need SM and Hype to have a Yu-Gi-Oh duel for their fate. <laughs> what archetypes do you think each um, each company would would run, Bladed? I'm curious. I'm trying to think what they'd be using. I feel like SM yeah, think they're high and mighty, so they might go Light Sworn. But then what would uh, what would Hype be running, you know? <laughs> um, well, yeah, they, they'd be like know. Grand Maju or something. I don't know. They just love banishing people. <laughs> Who knows? I'm not sure what side to take because on one hand, I think <laughs> SM's idea about those festivals he was talking about where people can chief so that they can feel the music more <laughs> is a really hilarious idea that would be very funny born out in reality. But... I think that side of thing is also the side of things where it's like they want to make way more comic books and stuff. And mm. I just think that's not going to be, I mean, that, that is not how work. I want them to take our money, you know, um, because I'm not going to be, I can't in good conscience buy an Espa comic book. But again, I could easily buy an Espa t-shirt if they release that that snippet they put out and got a bunch of views it, it, it was so okay so Aspa put out the, just this dance studio snippet of an unreleased song uh salty sweet and it was going crazy but it was such an awkward amount to release because it was like the first full minute of the song and then you get nothing else and you're just hearing about how their company is uh dissolving and having a civil war mm. um so really questionable what's what's going on there but whatever side includes more salty sweet and less comic books that's the side i want to be on but unfortunately i don't think that is a represented party mm. well um, judging by think- the comic books in their smcu stuff they won't be very good if they do make comic books so please don't make comic books yeah, it's looking bad. It's looking rough. They were not great. Um, and the uh, cacao deal is the one that the uh, execs were talking positively about and mm. all of the stuff that they were listing with like what's going to be going on with that deal. It was just rough. You know, yep. it, was, it was like, finally, we have the resources. We have the technology provided by cacao in order to make metaverse objects and comic books we have the technology (laughs) we can rebuild him (laughs) and it's like come on i mean what's even the point i mean the 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 animation for the espa doubles the eyes is Mm. already so embarrassing choppy and awful uh and then if you just upgrade really fast to something that's like a lot better there's still just going to be this uncanny valley and nobody's going to forget and it's just so silly to try to have, you know, robot representations try to compete with some actually very stunning looking individuals. Mm. It's just a bad dynamic. I don't know why anyone would subject themselves to it. Because it's um, cheaper than real people? But they have, they still have to manage the real people too. Yeah, so I mean, they, they like, fucked themselves oh, on that one. They should have just gone full on like eternity with the shitty deep fakes or whatever if they wanted to do all that. 
Yeah, I mean, all that stuff is rough, but it becomes very one note because, you know, it feels like a lot has happened. But as I'm as we're talking about it, I'm feeling like I'm not saying much different from last time. So uh, perhaps I should get out of the way of uh, sweet juice. Okay. Um, But yeah, uh, thanks for having me on the show as always. Thanks for doing the show as always. And I look forward to. The one thing I'll shout out this time is it might be two weeks from now, but that Yuju album. <laughs> oh, is it? it has some hot. like really American-y name, doesn't it? It's like, it's like Hoedown Y'all or some shit, right? No. no. It <laughs> oh, it's Gone Be Dump. It's some shit like that. Is, you know what it is. It it's Deep South. Perfect. It has something perfect for this moment because it's like this going to be good or something like that. <laughs> something along those lines. No. It, it, okay. So what what have we been talking about? We've been talking about this massive restructuring in SM and like how you know the industry is really probably not going to look the the same after it, and uh, just a lot happening in that regard. And then Yuju drops something a teaser that could not be more contrasting <laughs> peaceful image of her in a field could be an early taylor swift album cover and the uh inscription on the side is never gonna be the same <laughs> and what could be truer it's never gonna be the same never gonna be the same it man um this is her long lost like luke bryan song or something isn't it <laughs> It's going to be huge. It's going to be some bro country up in here. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We're talking about lift uh, kits on trucks and shit like that. I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah, Yuju in a lifted F450. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) I need it. (laughs) Talking about a Raptor. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I don't know. She she starts talking about Hemis. I'm going to (laughs) bust. That's when you get more ex-military than cowboy baby, you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, regardless, she's gonna body it. I'm really excited. Uh, thanks for doing the show. Thanks for having me, Hell yeah. Teddy Bear. Ooh, <laughs> bye. Starships were meant to fly, as was Swither. My next caller. It's a triple double bill. <laughs> the final double bill is for the wonderful my at the moment my pokemon partner akio so let's get her in here we go do you want me to give an update on pokemon while we wait for akio's mic to work <laughs> i can do that if you want i don't think we've played since last time i'm getting my uh my logs up <laughs> hey she's here yay it's working yay how are you, Akio? Uh, technical difficulties aside, I'm doing well. It's Excellent. Saturday morning. So. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Glad you're doing How well. You? I am doing okay, I'll say. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I'm hoping we do get <laughs> like body like a back road from YouTube, but <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. I got way too excited about that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Other than that, we're fine, you know. Okay. We're trucking on through all of these, uh, all these songs. Yeah, I know. I was like, "Are you sure?" Like, you already had like two double callers. I don't know if Blade did two songs either. So, nah, he just did one. 
All right, all right. But don't yeah. worry, we're yeah. only up to seven topics after yours. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. But it is nice to see everyone. Um, yeah. Um, mm. I haven't been able to call in like a couple months. I feel like a couple months. It's actually just a month. So. <laughs> but no, it's been good a to see everyone. Yeah, I know. And were you going to update people on Pokemon? <laughs> I think they, I mean, Bladed, Bladed wanted an update, so I guess I'll give him one. Uh, <laughs> I can go through the whole lot of what we've got. What's, I'll go through what's died first. Um, so, okay. so, for context, <laughs> me and Akio are doing a Nuzlocke run where we're naming all of our Pokemon after people in the community. And when they die, they die. <laughs> so, so some people are dead, and some people have the second versions. But it, what we've got so far, so we had Benji was a Vanillite and a Haunter, and he got killed by a Moltres heatwave. <laughs> um, uh, Swither was a Hariyama and a Basculin, and he got killed in his first battle by revenge from a level 2 Hitmonchan. <laughs> that one was my fault. <laughs> um, Granger was a Mega Rayquaza and a Zangoose, and got killed by Icy Wind from a Curum. That one was on me. Uh, <laughs> Siamese was a Volcarona and a Cedra, and she got killed by Ancient Power by the same fucking Curum. Again, that <laughs> thing was an absolute terror. I hated that thing. Um, <laughs> the little known one, B, the rude person from Steven's show, uh, was a Volibee and a Barbarical because we didn't want to name something so fuck ugly after any of you lot. And uh, <laughs> B got killed by Magical Leaf from a Gardevoir. Um, I was a Don fan and a Phantom, and I got killed by Pursuit. Um, Ali was a Budu and a Skiploom, and she got killed by Peck from a Nidoking, because why the fuck does Nidoking have Peck? But yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know if you'll hear this, but Gachi is a bag of rubbish. <laughs> and also a crawfish. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Gachi's a Trubbish and a Crawdon <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> Moose is a Moltres and a Wigglytuff. Ian is a Lombre and a Carnivine. Uh, Blissful is a Grotal and a Chandelure. Um, what else we got? James is a Galvantula and a Namora. T is a Blissey and a Skrelp. <laughs> Symmetric is Deoxys Defense Form and Landorus, because legend. Uh, Jurgen is a Grimer and a Kyogre. <laughs> Oh, Swither got reincarnated. Swither 2.0 is a Caterpie and a Mega Venusaur. <laughs> uh, Lemon is a Talonflame and a Bidoof. Uh, Vagranesque is a Sandslash and a Mega Metagross. Bladed is a Grovile and a Mega Steelix. And Alex is a Bronzor and a Dedene. So there you go. <laughs> that's, that's where we stand at the moment with this run. <laughs> yep. We felt it wouldn't yeah, be proper to name the bag of rubbish after anyone but Gachi, because she always describes herself as that. So, <laughs> kind of had to be her, you know. I am taking care of you, though, Gachi. You are my mm. starter. Yeah, Gachi was our starter. So, <laughs> that says a lot, you know. She might be a bag of rubbish, but she's our bag of rubbish, and we love her. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's that's how our Pokemon is going. Away from Pokemon now, and over to 17. Yeah. Where your first topic? Yeah, actually, speaking of speaking of Gachi, you know, she was mentioning this. Um, but yeah, 17's uh, 
subunit BSS. Um, they had a recent performance on like a award show or something, but they actually succeeded in like actually getting the other idols to like dance along, which is super rare nowadays because everyone just kind of sits there and like blankly stares. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, song is um, uh, 17's BSS um, fighting. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's just one of those songs where it just falls into a very 
like satisfying need for me because I don't know. I mean, you know me. I like winners like hold and different like troll songs like that. So mm. I just think it's really happy sounding. Um, it kind of finds the fun, the balance between not being too meme where the song is like not functional, but mm. um, just really happy. Reminds me a lot of old Seventeen stuff. Um, so I think. Um, and then I was watching the dance. I, what I liked about it a lot was that it's really stupid, <laughs> but it's very, um, I don't know. It's just very memorable and very like, I don't know. It's the kind of thing that I would listen to to kind of like give me a little pick me up. Mm. Um, yeah. So I just, and I think I've seen a few of the live performances and they're just like totally going for it. So I really appreciate that kind of energy. <laughs> um, I'm just kind of needing more cheerful stuff recently. Um, uh just in general because i feel like recently since it's winter people have been releasing more just like slow and not slow but just more um i guess serious sounding songs so i'm like i just need i just need this kind of like energy (laughs) right (laughs) now so uh, yeah so that's that's basically basically it um i also just really generally like the vocalist in 17 so um so yeah this is kind of up my alley Mm -hmm. um Good vibe, a good vocalist. Um, I didn't particularly love the Young G. <laughs> I usually like Young G too, but I don't know. I just feel like it didn't really fit with the vibe. It kind of just like changed the momentum of the song. So, oh yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like could have used like a more troll rapper or something like. That. I don't know who, but like just someone really troll. Um, um I would have been done. Um, something more, someone more like. T, pick your battles. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry to bring it back to this, but there are there are worse raps in in this place than in that fifty fifty song. Come on, this is save it for when it really deserves it. Like in this song, where you just completely derail the song entirely for like a full minute. You know, like not only is her rap from a different song, but they change the whole song, and then after her rap, they're still in that other song for ages, and then they get back to the real song. It's oh. How to ruin a song instantly, you know? That was rough. Really rough. And it's it's sad because Youngji does do really good work a lot of the time. Just not here. Yeah. <laughs> just really not here. <laughs> yeah, it's just that was a really big mismatch. Um, mm. Yeah, so we could have used some... Um, I don't really know any female rappers that have that kind of more playful side, I suppose. Um, yeah. We just have a just have oh. a jokey guy rapper then have like Sunny in full yeah. troll mode that would work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be okay with that. Yeah, just like a, I think a higher tone rapper would have been better for this. But um, yeah, so mm-hmm. um, or even you know who would be a random, but it would probably never happen. A random pick that would work well. I actually think that um, Mino probably could do really well on this song. Yeah, I could he's see not that. Higher, he he is, does have the troll. So yeah, yeah true. true. Um, yeah. Uh, what did you think? Um, yeah, I really like a lot of this song because it's old seventeen. And how ri- how ridiculous is it that we actually have to get like a troll subunit to get old seventeen back? You know, it, it, we can't just have good fun songs anymore. It has to be a, like a joke. It's it's sad to me because <laughs> this is the sound we should be getting from seventeen, and we just don't anymore. Everything's so like trying to be cool now and. Real seventeen is hidden away in this subunit, but um, yeah, yeah I think yeah. it's a solid song. Uh, who's this guy with the red hair? Because I always forget what his name is. 
Oh my! And honestly, I wish is he I knew drift their names, king. I... I can't remember. One of them's called DK, isn't he? Yeah, I don't know. Let me see who's the subunit of. One of you in chat will know this, I'm sure. But I, I'm so bad. I just never bother. There's so many of seventeen. I just never even bothered learning the names. DK and Hoshi. Um, I think he might be DK, but he's the one who I always think of when I think of seventeen vocals because his voice is awesome. Yeah, it might actually be Hoshi. I'm sorry, but maybe it's in Kong. I don't know. But yes, they have in general. I just feel like seventeen has very good vocals, and so Mm. yeah. They have really, really good belters in their in their group, but I really, really like when they actually put something into it, and it's a fun song. But this is like the closest we've got to Manse since that song finished. You know, (laughs) I'll take it. It's not, it's not quite there, but I'll take it. You know, no, no, but it has a lot. It's very reminiscent. Yeah, Uh, the guy with the reference, I think it's Sun Kwang. Because I, cause I yeah. think I know Sun Kwang's face, and he's the other one. He's singing on screen now, if you can see, with the red tie thingy. But, you said yeah. with the red hair, though? I think That's with the Sun red Kong, I, I don't think it is. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, with... yeah, Ian's saying it's DK, so red hair is DK. Because I think Sun Kwang has the like really rounded features with the like yeah, yeah, massive right. red bow tie thingy. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're right, oh, it's yeah. DK. I don't know the other one, <laughs> but yeah. Hockey's uh, really talented too, but okay. yeah, they all have very good but um. Okay, yeah, cool. But yeah, um, I mean, it's like not entirely troll because it is about a song about like you know like fighting. So I'm like, okay, it is troll in the video, but and also the dance. But mm. I also think like the message is supposed to be meant like seriously as well too, as in like yeah, you can do it, fighting. Mm. But yeah, I agree with you. I do miss. I was old 17. Like the other day, um, I was watching through like the the peak time performances and one of the groups, like their name was like Vanner or something like that, performed um 17's This is not Adore You. Was it Adore You? I think it was, was Adore like You. Debut, I'm not sure. yeah. yeah. Um and it was like really good. And I was like, Man, I miss I miss this vibe. So mm. <laughs> um Yes, yeah, I really. Um, it's it's one of the most baffling things ever in K-pop to me why they abandoned this sound that was going so well and was like, you know, everyone loved them, <laughs> and they've just gone to like the most generic place in their in their stuff since, which is just so I bad mean, because they have such amazing people in their group. Like they're very talented guys. I don't think anyone would debate that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know. I, I feel like for me, there's still some elements of their older stuff in their more recent stuff too, but I guess that's an unpopular opinion. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I think I liked Home Run a lot, but I feel like that's something that's talked about that much. Um, and that was like very musical-esque. Um, very, like, I think that was what made me not like it so much. It was a bit cheesy musically. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Okay, fair. I, I, I guess for me, I like, I like a bit of cheese, but... <laughs> I like cheese, I just um, don't like musical cheese. <laughs> I don't know why that's like a distinction for me, but it is. <laughs> no, no, there's a different sound to it, so I, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, and I also like their sentimental stuff, like Rock With You, and uh, yeah, so I, I don't mind. I don't mind a lot of their stuff. Um, I was a little off to it when they first came out with like Fear and like Hit and all that stuff. But... See, I liked those two. <laughs> I liked yeah, those. Okay. I didn't like uh, Hot. Hot was not Oh, that. I don't like it either. I didn't, I didn't like Rock With yeah. You because it was closer to being a band song than a 17 song. Oh, but, I love Rock With You. <laughs> yeah. 
I know a lot oh, of you like okay. that song, but I just don't get it. Like the chorus is good, but the rest of it is like, eh. I don't want to be here. Okay, okay. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, mean, I just find it bizarre that like- these groups that were formerly fun have to have a dumb subunit to make their good songs again. Because these guys are doing it for seventeen, and then as um, who was saying it earlier? Was it Ian? Yeah, Ian was saying earlier that it's like um, it's really similar vibes to the the Astro subunit with Rocky and Jinjin. Because it's yeah, that's true. Why do that's both these fucking groups just keep putting out crap forever, and then they leave the fun stuff to their like crappy little subunits? Just make good songs again, come on! <laughs> it's so frustrating. <laughs> I just it really annoys me. They like they have the formula going, like they're making all these fun songs, and they're like, "How about I just fuck this up?" Like, I don't know why they can't just like find a good thing and go with it. You know, I know we're talking about stuff has to change, but like. It doesn't have to if something's amazing, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess there's, like, that fine balance between, like, you know, if you stick with the same song, same sounds, then it's like, oh, yeah, like... I mean, don't now. do a Promise 9, but, like, also, don't just change stuff all the time. Or The thing is, though, also, yeah. they changed concept, and then we're like, right, we'll stick them with this then. You're like, no! Change again! <laughs> we don't want, like, yeah. 17 versions of the same song again. It's It's annoying. I think that Seventeen has actually done a fair amount of different types of concepts. Um, it's just unfortunate that, you know, for you, there hasn't been a lot of, like, hits. <laughs> mm. uh, but I like a fair amount of their stuff, to be fair. But, um, so yeah, you know, like, you know, I do I do definitely miss this, like, classic Seventeen song. Hopefully they go back to it. Who knows? Um, yeah, the last time <laughs> I added... Um, <laughs> I've just checked. The last time I added Seventeen to my playlist was 2019. So that'll tell you how things have been going for me for the last few years with seventeen. <laughs> yep. oh. But um yeah, a quick mention yeah. for the MV. I'm glad to see that the Saudi money has made Newcastle United cool again. Good stuff. <laughs> That's so bizarre to me that this guy's wearing like an Alan Shearer Newcastle shirt, but you know. I have to comment on the football shirts when I see them. Very strange to me. To give you context, Newcastle United have been like a pretty mediocre to bad team for ages, and then they got bought by Saudi Arabians like last year, I think, and now have like limitless money and are now rising up the league big time. They're like top four now in the league when they were previously like struggling to stay in the top league. So funny how money can solve everything, huh? And now you've got this guy with fucking Newcastle brown ale on his chest in an in a K-pop music video. You never thought it would happen if you're British, but it did. There you go. <laughs> Shocked me. Anyway, wow, should we know. um should we get to your second pick before I ramble on uh, about yeah. Newcastle United forever? Let's go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me get the poll sorted for it. Uh, we got two keys to the city, one position on the board, one free to go. It's a good song. Complete that. Go back over. Okay. So your second pick is, uh, shall we say, a killer track. Yeah. <laughs> God. Has the key to my heart. You know what I mean? Like, wow. She's got it. She's just got it. <laughs> I couldn't do it myself, but, you know, I tried for you. It's beautiful. I love it. Thank you, Akio. And it's, uh, it's Key's Killer, so let's get that on now.
Okay, Akio, how did you like Keys Killer? Parentheses, blinding lights. Oh, <laughs> um, I liked it. I mean, I have a weakness for this kind of sound, and I really liked Keys Bad Love. Um, mm. So I think when he came out with, I forgot what, I even forgot what the other song was called. Oh, Gasoline. Gasoline. I think about Gasoline. Nah, <laughs> not for me. And so when Killer came out, it was kind of like, okay, like you made a misstep, but then you made a right step in, in the sound that I like from Key. So um, I liked it, but you're right. It does sound, um, as Wither was saying it too, it was very sound similar to like Blinding Lights. So I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fair. Mm. Um, I just happen to like Key's vocals a lot too. And um, personally, I also like that Key kind of sticks to his guns. Um, he, yeah, I think he actually... When Bad Love came out, he actually kind of insisted on that sound for his album because I don't think the SM wanted him to do that. <laughs> he was like, nah, I'm going to release it anyway. <laughs> so he did. So I appreciate no, the it. SM were yeah. like, come on, man, you got to do NCT again. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I do like it. Um, I don't actually listen to the full album because I think it's just a repackaged album that has like a lot of the other songs from Gasoline on it too. Oh, okay. Um, but in general, I also really like his B-sides as well. So. Um, so I need to give it a listen, but mm. um, but yeah, I liked it. Um, yeah, backing track was just very like 
dreamy, atmospheric. Um, yeah, his vocals are very like chap, so I like. It. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I have less to say about this one than I do about VSS, um, but that's just like a really good up my alley thing once mm-hmm. again. So yeah, <laughs> what do you think about it? Uh, it's way too on the nose. Just blinding lights for me. Like he he, he enters the chorus the exact same way that the weekend does in blinding lights mm-hmm. as well. He goes, I'm the killer. And the, and Blind Lights goes, I said, ooh. <laughs> like, it's the same yeah. rhythm, man. Come on. <laughs> You're already doing it in the instrumental. Just do something different. It's like, <laughs> as soon as I heard it, I was like, why does everyone like this? It's just Blinding Lights, but like, less cohesive, you know? <laughs> I just, oh, I don't know. Yeah. As soon as yeah. I heard that chorus, I was like, yeah, this this song's dead to me. There's no point listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no point. And like, uh, yeah, that bit at the end where he just starts going killer, thriller, killer, thriller, over and over again. I'm like, come on, you didn't even write a, this part of the song. Come on, man. <laughs> it's like the most like creatively devoid song I've heard in quite a long time, to be honest. <laughs> That's like, and this is not on key because key sounds great in this song he has amazing vocals in this song but the song itself is just written in such like uh i just wrote this in five minutes while listening to blinding lights type way that i just don't see the point personally (laughs) this is like like i moan that stuff sounds familiar but this is literally just blinding lights too yeah it does sound very similar and like even the video is somewhat similar too he's in like the tunnel and all that stuff yeah. Um yeah. It's just He just needed a red suit me, to complete it, really. That was about it. True. It's just it's just the jump. Yeah. So and his vocals. So I don't know. I haven't seen any performances either. Like that. Yeah. So Yeah, I'm firmly in Team Gasoline between these two songs. Really? Oh firmly. okay. Well I guess if you're like more into if you're like for sure really like, oh yeah, like I like the Something to be more less derivative, I guess. Than you. That's yeah, not, uh, it's it's both uh, less derivative and like gasoline has like a really strong theme to me. It's just really triumphant sounding, mm-hmm. like which I think gasoline. I think we kind of need, you know. Sometimes, yeah, it sounds yeah. like a proper like okay. I've made it type song. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, okay, I can see that. Um, yeah, I just I don't know why I just remember when I listened to gasoline, I was like, I never want to listen to that again. <laughs> So. It does have like some kind of rough bits where he tries to rap, but like I think most of the song is good. I like it quite a bit. Okay. I think I guess to be fair, then of the three, I would say that Bad Love is the best. Um, but yeah. Mm. So. Uh, well, really, yeah. Honest is the best, but you know that wasn't a title track, so we okay. can't say that. Uh, honest yeah. was amazing. <laughs> I love that right. song. Mm-hmm. 
song is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song is is truly is truly good. So, yeah, that song um, that song's amazing. If you want like I mean I guess it's kind of eighties ish with its synths, but not as overtly as this. But if you want some synthy key goodness, listen to Honest. That's his best song easily. It's so good. Is that like is it a B side? I think it's a B side, yeah. Uh let me check. I'm pretty sure it is, because I think it's on it's on the first album face. What was on that? Was that the I Wanna Be album, maybe? Oh, you know, I think it is. Wait, I mean, I'm trying to look at that. it, but Apple Music is shitting out on me. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, well, it's on the same oh, album as one of those nights featuring Crush. So that was the title. Yeah, track, but I think. Not, it's not on I Wanna Be. It's on like, yeah, yeah. And then he has like a song with So You and. Oh, I Wanna okay, Be was the yeah. repackage, I think. Yeah, I Wanna oh, Be was I the see, repackage. That's what it was. Okay. I see, I see, I see, I see. But yeah, Honest, yeah, by no, far no. his best song. Listen to that. It's amazing. Yeah, you should do the thing where you clip in a little bit of it. Oh, it very, I'll do that in the edit for sure. I love cool. Honest. Yeah. Honest is an amazing song. A sin to die for. So good. Absolutely. So good. Spot uh, on that song. Okay. So yeah, I think I'm just missing the sound, but but yeah, I don't have that much to say about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. for more eighty sounds for you then. <laughs> I mean, I think the trend's dead. I think only key Probably. has really stuck to it. So it's okay, it's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. All, right. all you're getting now is uh, is new jeans esque stuff. So <laughs> get ready for more of that. <laughs> I don't know what the guy trend is at the moment. To be fair, I haven't really been paying attention to boy group music. Uh, they just need they need somebody to like break free from the pack. I guess was the issue. Yeah. Um, boy groups really didn't do well last year, and so. Um, or, you know, I will say there was some tracks from, like, underrated groups, or, like, I guess new groups that I liked a lot, but, like, mm-hmm. yeah, they just, they didn't, like, break into popularity or anything like that. So, Let's like, well, have look, I don't know Drippin' become the trend, okay? Because Drippin' are doing good things. Drippin'. I liked, um, Nine Eye a lot last year. Mm-hmm. Would they do well? Yeah, I like those guys. Let's hope um, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. But yeah, I think that's it. Uh, Okie doke. It's been nice to call in. <laughs> nice to have you call in. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, hopefully the next one. Um, I'll I'll let I'll let Ian talk about B sides for for Purple Kiss, but I like all the B sides off that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you actually mentioned all the B sides off. Um, we were just talking about it in chat, but off of the Triple S. Um, we mostly just talked about was... Colorful because it was Luna. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I also really like new look, so um, those are two racks as well, too. Okay. Um, yeah. So, if yeah, I can remember, I I'll try and edit in clips of them in post.
Okay. And then I'll let um me and, and, and you talk about the autobot. The, I, was, I, I spoiled it, I'm sorry. But, um, <laughs> the Purple Kiss. Yeah, safe to say Purple Kiss had a good album and we'll be talking about it. <laughs> they did, they did. Okay. But anyways, um, thanks so much for having me. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Our final caller today is the man I ramble with far too long, very often. Uh, but I I enjoy it. I don't know if you lot do, but I love a good ramble with him. And I'm bringing him in. It's Ian. Hello, Ian. Hello. Sorry, I had to mute the stream because that would have been... Oh, was that really loud? <laughs> yeah, I've turned you down now. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm I'm used to not having a good my. I realize my microphone on my when I use my phone is uh, garbage. So yep. um, which matters. You're not getting anything better for D and D because I have to pace around <laughs> while I do that. But for this, I can I can sit down uh, with the computer. Cool. Um, so you know. We'll, we'll stick we'll stick with this for now mm. um but yeah i mean um i've been working on a little um elementary school type project during um <laughs> this the pod so far i'm making a map for a class and it Ooh. looks so much like an elementary school project <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's relatively brainless and i'm dying with schoolwork, so i'll take one thing that's relatively brainless so nice i mean arguably k-pop's pretty brainless so uh, well <laughs> Yeah, but me placing um, Taos, New Mexico on a map is pretty, um, and, and coloring, like, you know, middle school, like, you know, coloring the Rocky Mountains, coloring mm. the Mississippi River, it is pretty um, low-key. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but, but I needed that. Um, so, you know. Well, I'm glad I, that went well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I've been listening in, and um, you know, this is I think the first good week or so we've had mm. of K-pop this year, um, and the first good week we've had, even extending pretty far into last year, I'd say. Um, so yeah, there was a lot to talk about. Um, and I think most of it's been pretty good, even though I've apparently, according to some people, had some spicy takes. Yeah, even dropping some fire the in the in the chat today. <laughs> it's it's really it's really the uh, Luna. I've never been a Luna person, even though the production is not the problem I had with it. Um, so you know, I'll I'll take the. I'm I'm with though. you on the butterfly issue though. It's it's not just butterfly. It's all of their titles, basically. They've had a lot of very favorite. high, quite unpleasant vocals yeah. in some of their songs, so I get it. It just it really gets to me, and it's like in and theirs. It's not like it's one that's covered up. Like a song that I think has similar range, but it works better is April's La La Li La La, whatever oh, nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> that's that is also really high up, but because of the way it's mixed and the backing track, it doesn't stick in your ear as much yeah um, their, their vocals are further back in the mix than luna's yeah. are which are always right up there and luna's <laughs> tend to not be rounded out in production at all which no. i appreciate hearing people's voices but um not when they're that high up <laughs> which is a problem i have with a lot of girl groups when mm. they should get their vocals rounded out and they just don't um anyway um <laughs> i have a group that 
maybe has my favorite vocalist of any girl group that has been out in the last several years. Mm. Um, but have very, they don't put out abjectly bad stuff usually, but they have a very inconsistent. Uh, they've had some. I mean, bad they had that one song that was really bad. Okay, but they, like... they have that one song that is really bad. <laughs> um, but in general, it's just been kind of disappointing. Even their songs that are more okay um, have been a little bit lacking. Mm. Um, but uh, I, th- I think they've changed the tune a little bit with this one. Um, so we'll get into that later. But it's Purple Kisses Sweet Juice, which got a shout out earlier from Swither. So let's yes. talk about it. Let's do it. Let's see if it's as sweet as it says it is. Sweet 
Ian, do you want some sweet juice? Gosh, I hate <laughs> that you said it like that. <laughs> uh, that part got me. That aside, I think I will surprise a lot of people with this, maybe. I think this is the best song that has come out in several months, possibly. I really, really, really enjoy this song. Like, mm. I... I don't know. I, there's just something about it that I think... I just really, really enjoy. Um, I think it's the combination of the vocals. The strings, I think, work out really well. It's a bit catchy. They change up how they sing sometimes. Um, and it and it works. Um, yeah, I just, I've, you know, maybe it's also that I haven't heard a song that I've been like, oh, that's really good in several mm. months because this year has been so bad that it's, you know, <laughs> that it's getting a little bit more credit than it might deserve but i like i was i was walking down from like the end of classes um yesterday after an exam that was a fun time um and i i put on the new stuff so i i the first one that came up was teddy bear and i was like oh that was disappointing because it was started out kind of good um and then keys killer came on i was like okay i'm vibing with this you know it's it's 80s it's a little some you know uh basic mm-hmm. like sounds like other songs um and then this one came on and i was like wow like as i like you know finished up my walk home so like yeah and and part of the thing too is i've always really wanted to love a purple kiss song mm. and i don't think they fully hit it since maybe one of their first two songs but I, I i got to those late so they never really got in the in the cycle if that makes sense mm-hmm. um so yeah well i was i actually think Pon- ponzona however you say it is my favorite other purple kiss song i do like zombie um but the zombie re- the repetitive part i don't love um <laughs> just because of the tone of it yeah. Um, this one doesn't have any of those missteps, and I just think goes through really, really solid. And it's a girl group that I really like the vocals of. Absolutely. Um, and I never get that. Like, I, I don't never get it from girl groups because well, they don't sound the as girly as all the K-pop girls always do. They just sound like they're actually yeah. good singers. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. So they, they strange me, to hear now. Mm-hmm, they give me more of the sound of like a group like Nine Muses would have gave or Speak mm. uh, like not I'm not saying they have the, uh, quite the same caliber of vocalists because I don't know them well enough to to make that judgment but yeah. at least have those more round full um, more mature voices, voices. Mm-hmm, exactly and you so rarely get that in K-pop um, and and even a lot of the boy groups now are missing it too um, because a lot of the boy groups are getting that same kind of generic. Um, in sounding voice um hmm. so it's always really nice to hear like this type of sound um and yeah i just think it's really really good um like i i hadn't set uh, last fm allows you to set um obsession songs hmm. like songs you're listening to a lot i had not set one that came out this year yet i uh Warsteel's <laughs> Utopia got it after the pod that I brought it to. Um, <laughs> I gave it to a couple of Romeo songs because I've been listening, listened to them a lot after the Valentine's episode. Um, but this song is the first new new release to get that of the year, um, which yeah. I think 
both tells that I like the song a lot and also that um, the year has been a pretty big of a downlet until this last week or so. For sure. So, I think yeah. I'm the only one that likes it as much as I do, though, is the sense that I'm getting. No, I think I'm in a similar boat. Oh, okay. I think this is a really good song. I think it's been a long time since we've had a really good Purple Kiss song because Zombie was the last one that was like just impeccably good. And like, yeah, this is this is the first K-pop K-pop song I've actually added to my playlist this year. So that's impressive. Because before this, all yeah. I'd added was R&B people like Epic High and Samuel mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So this is the first actual pop song that's been in my playlist all year, which tells you how fucking awful this year has been so far. But, um, you know, things are hotting up now, so we're getting more. But, um, yeah, this is by far the best pop song of the year so far, in my opinion, like by a mile. Uh, nothing else has come even remotely close for me. Uh, they just, it's just really yeah. well done. Like, they just use everybody really well. Yuki sounds great in this, which I'm a big fan of because I really like Yuki. I think she can. she's one of the better K-pop rappers out there. She can actually yeah, tailor her rap, the rap to a song. Uh-huh, and the rap, nothing changed. It went through. Yeah. Like, it, you know, raps very sound, really sound great, but it fit. It wasn't jarring. It kept the mm. backing track going, and I liked the backing track a lot. That's one thing um, I like as well is that the backing track is really sparse. It's like mm-hmm. just bass very minimal percussion and strings and that's all you need and even for a rap that's all she had to work with and she made it work you know and like they just they just use stuff quite kind of inventively in this song like later in the song they have her do like the reverby talky bit which actually sounds really good and it's quite an interesting way to use a rapper and i i just kind of i admire when people reinterpret stuff from the k-pop formula i guess where like you can't just predict exactly what's going to happen next, which is what it was a bit like for me in this, because it wasn't like okay we're coming up to the chorus now it's pre-chorus so it's it's main vocal time okay now we're in the chorus so it's lead vocal time okay now we're gonna have a rap break from the rapper it's not like that like it is with most K-pop songs you're constantly like I don't know what's gonna come next but it's probably gonna sound good yeah I appreciate it a lot but um yeah I, I'm with you on the them having the okay. best vocals thing as well for sure because. Can't think of another group that really has vocals like this, at least. Like, I love 5050's vocals, but they're very different to Purple Kiss's vocals. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I I mean, I I think the 5050 songs are decent. I like I, I liked the ones they put out last year a lot more, too. I Definitely. It's not my sound. It's very much T's sound. Yeah. Um... <laughs> um but yeah, they, it's just, I'm so much of a stickler on like vocal timbre and the way voices sound and vocal melodies. And it, you said this backing track is sparse and I, and I don't disagree. I don't think too much is going on in the backing track, which is good. Sometimes they're way too busy, but also it, it works really, really well. Hmm. Like the strings swell at the right moments. They complement things. There's a little bit of a string part where it's, you know, there are less vocals. That that weird like dripping sound that could be awful works well. They've used it right. Um, I don't know what to call that sound. Um, but yeah, this is, their voices overall are a sound I'd get more from like, again, older girl groups or like, my like the boy groups that i really like 
um, that are that debuted a while ago. Um, <laughs> like I'd say, they they give me a same kind of of reaction as is if if y'all remember Juani from Uptension, mm. um, who's currently on Boys Planet. We don't need to talk about it. Um, he has like that same really really rich, full sounding voice um, with the character to it um, that I. You know, he's one of my favorite vocalists in K-pop. Um, yeah, I just... Hearing these good things is just... Oh, that's so nice. When, it's, <laughs> when they, then they also get a good song, you know? Because, um, you know, I liked Nerdy, but it's not like... I hate it. Great song. <laughs> it's It's decent. The the thing that saves it is the vocals versus the vocals making it like an excellent song combined with everything else. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think I think so. this is their best song since Zombie, personally. And I think it might be their best since their debut. Um, I, I just think, think I can't I can't I don't think I can quite put it over Zombie yet because Zombie to That's me fair. is just such a perfect pop song. Like everything about it just hits absolutely immaculately. So it's hard for me to say that this is better than it, but it's definitely close-ish. It's just, it's just you don't really hear this kind of song very often. I think is what makes it so, like, refreshing and so good. Like they have such control yeah. over the backing track, and that's been something that's been kind of irking me the last few years is that people are just putting way too much shit in their backing track sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like that's what annoyed me about Roller Coaster by Wu last year. Like it's, it's a good song, but you get to the chorus and there's like a fucking bajillion layers of shit in this in this backing track when you only needed like three. <laughs> like, yeah. And now we're just we're getting back to actually knowing how to use parts of your backing track to kind of ramp up the tension when you need to. Yeah, and also that the vocal processing, I feel like also with that Wuha song is a problem I have with it. Um, same thing with what is Elris's song or oh, Alice, dance on now, dance on has a similar issue um, of the vocal layer and and that twice song the English song um, oh, yeah. also had a similar problem. The way they layer the vocals just really bother me. Even though I don't well I don't really like the twice song. Um, but you know those those two other songs last year I don't mind otherwise. Um, but here it's just their voices and, and they have, you know, some layering and stuff like, but they're not doing anything weird to them. Um, and they just kind of come through, um, which, uh, I don't know why we don't, I think we don't do that anymore because no one's voices sound all that great. That's what I wonder. Cause Um, they, they have been like, they've ramped up the production so hard on vocals recently. It's been like ridiculous how much they're producing people. Whereas in this, it's like only when it has a purpose like that kind of echoey bit later on mm-hmm. yeah uh, and I, like, it's not like they're not produced but it's no. not enough to actually bother you is my point this is this is no. the kind of vocal production i'm fine with because yes it's yeah. there but you don't hear it that much it's just there to like sharpen up a couple of edges you know yeah because no one sings perfect even in the recording studio no, like, no one's perfect. want to make a couple of adjustments but that's been done with vocals for as long as people have been able to. Yeah. Um, so, like, I... Yeah, I really hope this, this song goes off on, like, charts and stuff. I'm sure it's not going to. 
people don't have taste. Um, yeah, it's only got 6.2 million views at the moment, yeah. which is very low for like a major group. Yeah. I, know, I think I, I, ha- just... I think maybe I think Purple Kiss are bigger than they actually are because I thought they were one of the bigger like undercurrent groups, but apparently not. I don't know. I have no clue how to place them. It's it's sometimes groups throw me for a loop with how to place where you know the the size of them are. Um, so I try not to think about it too hard. The only groups that I think are like there's some obvious ones you know out there, but mm. where they kind of fall in the tiers of stuff. But yeah, I've also yeah. realized I massively have no idea what the fuck's going on in boy group land because I'll look at a boy group and be like, these are nobodies, right? And then they've got like 15 million views. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I just I have yeah, no yeah. idea what's going on over there. I've just ignored that place for a long time, I think. <laughs> and now I don't know who's what. Yeah, I mean, I don't ignore boy group land, obviously. I'm a boy group person. Um but all the new groups I do agree. I have no clue what's going on. Um, I think the only two groups that I really have any s- sense or care regarding that are new, um, like, I guess you could, depending on how you define new, obviously, like Drip and Mire or Around and stuff, mm. you know, um, are like, it, it, I don't know if you say the letters. I, I assume it's it's Tan, Tan, I yeah. guess would be how you'd say it in Korean. Um because I really, excluding their one awful song, they actually had pretty good output last year. They did do do do, so was, they're fine for that, you know. <laughs> their debut was excellent. Um, but I, I think Beautiful Lie is also quite good. Um, they came out later in the year. Um, and some of their B-sides were decent. Um, and then Tempest as well, I thought had some decent output. Um, and it's also weird because Tempest is like the last produce group, I feel like with her i feel like stacy does not get overlooked. stacy or anything but overlooked so much they're at at worst they're like one level below the absolute tip top yeah that's what they're i that's so I popular yeah yeah they're incredibly popular yeah um people talk about them all the time you would talk about them more than groups that like were supposed to become a big deal like wjsn you know <laughs> Yeah, they no, used to be sure. the one that was one below the top, and now Stacey are like mm-hmm. way fucking more more popular than they ever were. Yeah, no, uh, agreed. Um, and I don't fully get it, but that's okay. We don't need to go there. Yeah, um, I got it a debut, not so much since. <laughs> yeah, I agree, and and that's being you know I have most of their titles on my playlist because I think most of them are, are decent, mm. but that's that's you know that's the line. I literally yeah. have the two from the debut and Poppy, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> for Stacy, like <laughs> I just checked. Um, I don't like uh, Poppy, so um, uh, back on back on to Purple Kiss. Yeah. I guess I'm parlaying this into um, Positivity Podium because, okay, boy, this mini they're, album's really good. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, really I good. Totally agree with you. <laughs> I totally agree with you. It's so good. I I listened through it last night. Um, mm. I think the only song that I didn't immediately add was, and it's it's not on the playlist at the moment, but I might go back and listen to it. Was the ballady one the last one? So far, so um, good. Yeah, I wasn't really listening, so I'll give it another play. Because um, mm. obviously, I like their voices, so they can do it. Um, but it, it came across a little bland. Um, but I'd say I I do actually really like take. Fall out and it makes you feel low, low. Oh, don't 
I do mm. think Autopilot is probably the one I'd say is my favorite of the B-sides, although I still yeah. think I like Sweet Juice the most. Um, I think definitely Autopilot. Autopilot is the best B-side, in my opinion. Yeah. That's just a like, and if you want like a kind of 80s synthy feel, then that song does it pretty well perfectly. Yeah, I agree. I think Autopilot's a lot more interesting than, say, Key's song, even though I like the mm. Key release. Um, Definitely. Take was literally more... the only one I didn't add to my playlist. Interesting, because I really liked it. Um, I think it was fine. I just liked everything else on there a lot more. That's fair. That's fair. I get, I get that. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, overall, I it's one of the better albums I've definitely heard in a while, you know, which is a big thing. Obviously, for me, actually, surprisingly, Girl Groups had a good album year last year, even though I'm obviously not a Girl Group person, um, mm. as we've covered many times. Um, <laughs> so it's good to hear another good album. It's also an interesting play off because i had listened to lucy's album recently, too. And if you want to get a weird album, go listen to lucy's. It's... <laughs> I, I'd say it's worth the listen. Like, um, it's odd though. Mm. Like, it's it's not anything that weird. It's like um, you were talking about video game music earlier mm. before the show started. It is like avant-garde video game music. Ooh, is okay. how I describe the album. I actually need to listen to this then. That might be quite interesting. Um, it's sometimes it works, and sometimes you want it to work, and it doesn't. Um, <laughs> But it was at least very interesting. I think it's their most interesting, not like their best songs, um, but their most interesting album since the one that I Got Yo was the title on, their Gotcha album, which was also had some weirder stuff on there. But this one is by far the weirdest of anything they've put out. Um, mm. Yeah, maybe maybe that'll get a, a talk next week, depending on what songs are still still around. Um, mm. Let's we'll see. Yeah, I agree on the Purple Kiss album being very good. Um, yeah, before I, before I come off this album, I know Swither will get annoyed if I don't, so I better talk about Ajit as well, which is another song on there. Which is like, it's like positivity song, like girl group, like mm. template, but it's really well done. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> like it's it's not doing anything that revolutionary, but it does everything really, really well. So it's you still enjoy the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good way to describe that song. Yeah, it's it's um, not very like groundbreaking, but it just is good. You know, it's kind of like zombie in that way, where it's not doing anything that crazy, but it's doing everything well. Mm. Yeah, I see what you mean. I and think then, it was um, my least 
like the least interesting one. Yeah, I think it's oh. the least musically interesting, but it's just well mm. done. And their yeah. voices are just really good, so you're going to enjoy hearing them belting bits of that chorus, but yeah. yeah. And then, um, so far, so good, I want to talk about, because um, I don't know why, I don't know how they did it, I think it's through production, because it's there's kind of like, the production is a little bit heavy-handed on so far, so good, there's a bit more than you want, but um, at points in this song, I think it's going, sounds so much like Jessica, and I got like taken back to like, SNSD ballads and was like, man, I miss Jessica. So, <laughs> so that I one's been living on my playlist just because I am like a forever bitter Jessica fan. I just skipped to part of the song, like I just pulled it up to listen, and exactly, I, yeah. I heard exactly that. And that's when she's heard, like, "So far, um, so good," and you're like, "Man, you're I like think, Jessica right now." <laughs> I think I I get also um, sounds a bit SNSD at times. Um, yeah, I guess was was my reaction to that one as well. Um, but I see what you mean a lot. Mm. So, and um, and this. Sense. This um, mini album was actually so good that I ended up going back and checking out the other EPs that I didn't look at because the title okay. tracks were shit. So, <laughs> so I went back and listened through Geeky Landon Meow Meow M-E, the <laughs> EPs for them. And there's some good stuff. Uh, Geeky Land, I only added one song, uh, Summer Rain, but that's like... <laughs> it's like this kind of chilled, kind of acoustic-y, but also somewhat hip-hop-y song with murder voice on, but it actually sounds all right. So that was that was a fun one, uh, it, and in Mem Mem, uh, just because I've been listening to it so much because of the list episode and editing that, I ended up adding Pretty Psycho, even though it has that stupid freaky perky shit going on in it. But outside of that, it's actually pretty well done. And um, I also added Oh My Gosh, which is quite a fun song. And hate me, hurt me, love me, which is like it's like a basic ass pop song, but it's so catchy, and I've had like parts of it stuck in my head like all week. I just don't know why. 
So that's my like I'm trash recommendation of the week, I guess. <laughs> I I um started the process of listening to their albums ages ago and then just got lost in mm. the reads at some point with something else. Um so I am definitely gonna give them all a spin. because um, I think I only got through their debut album just oh, okay. by chance. Um even though I wanted to listen to all of them because at least their voices grab enough for me. Mm. Um that I thought it would be worth it, even without the recommendation. So good to know there is some good stuff hiding in there. There um, is yeah, my I I have a couple weird positivity things randomly mm-hmm. um, for the week. Um, one, as I posted in the Discord, I got a big album shipment yesterday, and I've like rearranged my little album shelf, like that I just got, and I'm very pleased. It looks very cool, um, and yeah, some like actually nice stuff. Um, I feel like the first time I've gotten some like. For some reason, Top Media spent money on the stuff they put in the Uptension albums, like which is so odd because they never have, like they've never had good stuff in them. But there was a lot in these. Um, Seun's album looks so pretty, um, which Starship tends to do quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the very, very ones. Um, you got a hole. I saw you got a hole. Yes, I did. It's because <laughs> it looks really, really nice, even though the album was kind of a letdown. Um, and it's the only one in that series that actually looks good because all the rest of them are so ugly. Mm. Um, so it's currently covering the rest of them up on the shelf. <laughs> um, and also they came with photo cards for every single member, which like wow. companies don't tend to do. And it was really, really nice. That's um, amazing. Everyone, I that know. would solve so many issues if they would just do that for everyone. <laughs> right? Right. You wouldn't get Astrofans selling Cha and Wu cards for like a thousand dollars. True. Oh, so you know. Rough. Um but yeah, I'm very, very pleased with it. Um I'm gonna put some new stuff up on the wall too. Got a couple cute like inclusion posters came with some of the stuff that I'll throw up. Um and uh oh also as I hinted at, um I went back and listened to some of Romeo's B-sides that I'd kind of forgotten about and had, mm. you know, when you get in the rut of you, like, we'll skip a bunch of songs from an artist, even though you, like, liked them before, but just, like, kind of passively skip it because you think it's a different song sort of deal. Oh, yeah. Um, so I have to plug um, the one that I listened to on loop a lot the past little bit was... Um, it's called Back to You. Um, really, really good song. Um, it was on the album that Miro was on. Um, I'll like put it in the recommended somewhere. I feel like a lot of you might like it a decent bit, um, but I'm not entirely... I don't know really how to describe it, um, but has kind of that... I, know, I think it is some of the good things that some like Brave Sound titles had, maybe. Oh, you've got my maybe. attention. I might be very wrong, though, so don't <laughs> quote me on that. I'll tell really you if you're wrong, to, don't worry. <laughs> I don't really know how to place it, um, but very, very good. Back to you. Back to you. 
Knock Me Out also from that album is quite good. Not as good, but um Both like really like upbeat, fun, catchy choruses, um, good combination with the backing track. Um, I think it's just I didn't listen to them much in a while. And uh, yeah, before there were good songs that came out, um, it was like a little bit of a highlight because I was like, oh yeah, K-pop can be good. <laughs> <laughs> right. But um, obviously this this past week, there's been some some stuff that got put out that I was like, okay. We're, mm. we're at least we're at least moving in the right direction again. Well, and this one is very much in the right direction. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I'll I'll copy those and put them somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I should but... do other stuff for positivity podium before we end, right? Uh, sure. I won't be able to edit this one in because it's Japanese. But Syrup put out a song recently, which is good because Syrup is always good. And uh, I, it's all just Japanese characters. I won't be able to pronounce it, but I'll put it in the Discord. In case anyone wants to listen to it. I think I put it in the Twick one already, but I'll put it in mine. Just good, you know, Syrup just consistently putting out amazing songs. Um, What else? I've been... I also... <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to want to cover this on the show, but no one seems to be particularly interested in doing it. Um, So TNX put out a song. They're a boy group. I think they're the one from um, oh. P Nation. Uh, they put out a song called Love or Die a couple of weeks ago, yeah, which is actually that. pretty good. I've been quite enjoying it. It kind of does like the sellout rock thing decently well because they're not drawing attention to the fact that it's supposed to be rock. Um, but it's like a genuinely quite well done song. I think it's pretty solid. Uh, I don't think it's like life changing or anything. It's nowhere near as good as this Purple Kiss song, but it's enjoyable, you know? And um, other than that, it's not K pop, but uh, I finally listened. Again, I listened to it when it came out, but then wasn't nothing stood out from it. I listened to Rina Sawayama's This Hell.
that's a good song. Listen to that one. That's a very fun little pop song. Um, and then I've been, I've been. <laughs> this is very much not K-pop, but there's a rapper called Wax, uh, who I used to listen to quite a lot from America, and uh, he's. I've been listening through the stuff that I haven't listened to since like the album I really like from him and he has some good songs so I'm in my car speeding cuz I'm itching to fly and make it these drive through so I can sit in the bar got to get in it in time can't waste a minute of time to make rims only there for a limited time and then I'm hit with a sign it makes a switch in my mind reminding me of a need of a different kind a brightly colored advertisement on a bus bench makes me head to targets to pick up tents cuz tomorrow they coming out with call of duty 84 and it's a necessity I camp out at the store you never know they might never fucking make it to the front when they open the door and trample over any people that fall down on the floor this ain't a game this is war if you produce it i'll consume it if you shove it down my freaking throat everybody else got it i don't want to miss the boat it's a lot of shit i really really need and i need to get all of it at a really fast speed i'm aware i'm a puppet of another man's greed i don't care i'm in love with all this shit i really need listen to wax right <laughs> weird recommendation but wax is okay. good he, I've been listening through his albums, and there's an album called Living Foul, which has actually had some pretty good songs on it. So listen to those. Okay. I'm not sure I'll take up any of those recommendations <laughs> based on my music taste, but yeah, or just uh, listen to 70s and 80s Japanese jazz fusion in the in the <laughs> form of Cassiopeia, uh, which is also great. Yeah, I just it's good background music, but I never listen to it actively. Yeah, Cassiopeia um, is my work music at the moment because <laughs> I don't have to pay that's attention fair. to it, but it's just good. I just I I tend to be able to do that with just with K-pop works fine for me usually for that. So um, yeah, too much vocals for me to that's write work that. too because I have to write I like words, mm-hmm. and that ain't good when there's words going on. <laughs> it's it's only reading that I can't do that with. Um, writing I, is fine for me um listening to stuff um so mm-hmm. but uh yeah i'm I'm glad we've at least turned a little mini corner for for a little bit and there were some other releases that obviously we didn't cover that a few of us quite liked like the fact that lucy got a wide endorsement i think says that it was at least a decent song because i feel <laughs> yeah. like it's usually just me and akio um true and so, occasionally granger uh, <laughs> yes, but Grinch likes their sleepy time songs more, and I don't mm. like their sleepy songs. I mean, they're no, you fun. like the anime intro songs. Yeah, the anime <laughs> intro songs are fun. Yeah. I mean, the song's more anime intro, but it is like toned down a little bit. Um, okay. And the music video very, very cute. Maybe we'll cover it next week, so we don't need to go too much into it. Um, but but yeah, overall, I'm glad making a little turn. Um, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Glad to be at least positive for for stuff for yeah. For imagine guys, a, bit. a positivity podium with me and Ian, where we're actually yeah. praising songs and saying they're good. Yeah, insane. And uh, me, a girl group song that is probably my favorite song since like, ooh, maybe August of last year. Jesus, I, I, I'm not gonna. I wouldn't go I'm that, not gonna far make with that it, but I'm not gonna make that promise because <sighs> I don't know. I'd have to go look, but like, that's. That's how I'm kind of feeling the vibe at first. Um, wow. Is it well? Because the last, <laughs> the last songs that I really, really liked from last year, um, like you know, there were songs I enjoyed. Um, let me let me pull up my mm. 
I don't know if I like this more than 50-50 and Beanie, but it's I, good. I I like the 50-50 stuff, but I don't think it's anywhere near this good. Um, the last song that I think... Ma- Mannequin by 9001 that was on my top 10. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to look at when it came out. It came out in October um, of last year. But after that, like... When I Move is nowhere near as good as this, um, even though that was on my top 10. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't think it goes back to at least October. Um, And ignoring bands, because 9001 is a band, and like just talking about K-pop, I think it goes back to... I'm scrolling on my playlist and I'm not coming up with anything. Maybe like, oh man, <laughs> it really goes back. Um, maybe one of the Billy B sides wow. or like Junie's well, on the Ring obvious. My Bell album. Yeah, okay. or like, but like uh, on first listen, the reaction I had to this, like the first song, the last song I thought of that like exists in the same level because i think that the second half of the year last year was particularly weak um was all the way in august my number one song of the year replay by golden child it's mm. the last song that i think i had a super strong reaction to even though there's other ones i enjoy obviously i'm not gonna say that it's gonna last like that like yeah um I think there are some other good songs that came out um but it's like oh okay i'll go back to i am by makamaka um <laughs> That's that's where I'll go back to, which came out in September, so uh, very long time ago. Um, I think uh, is in terms of this, actual K-pop, K-pop. This is the best thing since Fifty Fifty's debut, in my opinion. That's fair because you like that a lot more than I, I did. I enjoy that. not that I don't enjoy the Fifty Fifty stuff. Um, I just don't put it nearly in the same. I have yeah, definitely had R and B stuff since that has been better than this though, because Beanie and. Uh, the big like door nowhere everyone songs both came out in the meantime and uh, were both have, amazing so i have nothing because because my favorite song of the year so far until this past week um of stuff was um the sf9 song which <laughs> is fine um then it then it was the 17 one that akio talked about mm. um and then it was the Lucy one, which still is a yeah, mid-tier Lucy anime opening song. Um, and then was this one. Um, so yeah, I think we, just, we both agree that this is the best one this bit. year, at least. Yeah. No, I, I think we do. I just, I think we placed some different values on stuff last year, which is fair. Yeah. Um, so you know, I'm I'm very happy about it. Um, Definitely. Which. The combination of me, girl group song, like, yeah, it's not that often that that happens. So, yeah, um, it's it's funny because well, Purple usually really frustrate me because they have such like insane potential to be like mm-hmm. the best group out there easily in terms of yeah. of like actual talent, and then they just squander it so often. 
Like when Mem Mem came out, I was like, "What the fuck is this? You are wasting talent on a on a scale we have yet to see." But like, they've brought that it back. So reaction to that song, it's. Um, I think. Um. I think Swither has this philosophy right, where um, RBW just have like no uh, creative direction whatsoever, and it's just pure fluke if they make something good. <laughs> and I kind of am. T- I tend to agree with him on that because, yeah, they um, yeah, they just they have like the odd song that's amazing and then a bunch of absolute crap and then like an amazing song again so they're quite a frustrating band to like yeah i i agree on rbw i don't think there has been a uh, like a creative direction for one of their girl groups since i mean at least purple kiss like the songs have similar vibes usually man man and not... zombie no it's it's their <laughs> their concept is similar which i hate yes but really like their concept, concept you know the 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 darker murdery vibes mm. at least seem somewhat consistent for them but yeah in terms of the music creative direction being similar i don't um one of their girl groups i don't think has had it since uh when mamamoo put out good music in like 2015 Rip. <laughs> 2016, <laughs> that long ago yeah um and i don't think in general they've had it because one we does their own stuff, so they don't really count in their band. So the, excluding them, one us's first two albums were very good and consistent. So going way back, and I mm. think they debuted in 2019. Um, the album that had Valkyrie on it and the album that had Twilight on it were both very solid and hit it. Hit it. That was almost too consistent, sound. though. Those two. <laughs> those two songs, I agree, but their albums were very, very solid. Um, okay. And then one us put out lit, which isn't a bad song, but it's like, mm. um, and all I, I'm just good. hoping that this is like a new dawn for RBW and they can actually make it count. But I don't I think don't, they will. I don't have faith in them because I used to really like one us, and then then they did lit and it was fine, and then they did a song written easily, which is like, Ugh. and they did no <laughs> diggity. <laughs> Um, I wasn't even getting there yet. And then they had the year they were on Road to Kingdom, and and To Be or Not To Be is meh. Not great. Um, and whatever that other one is that I always forget exists that has a similar album cover. Um, it also came out that year. Um, yeah. At a similar time as To Be or Not To Be. Um, no diggity. Atrocious, even though that album is decent. Um, I'll be dumb, I think. I just don't even Luna think about good. them. Yeah. I just frequently forget that RBW even exists. Like, there's other, like, small or mid-tier companies that I'm very aware of. And then RBW, I'm just like, oh, yeah, they have groups, don't they? I just forget after a while who's under what. Like, I feel like... Obviously, I, like, actively stand a Jellyfish group, but I feel like Jellyfish come up a lot more than RBW does. But that's because um, we all have history with Jellyfish. That's true. And they just they just like, never stop disappointing us. <laughs> everyone's loving their trainees on Boys Planet, apparently. Yeah, great, so they can debut um, be good and then get chucked in a bin, like like usually happens with jellyfish or, acts. Or or it just means very, very would get chucked in the bin. Yeah. Um, or both, you know. Well, but also I think the Boys Planet group is more permanent question mark, like Kepler. Mm. Um so maybe it won't have as strong of a weird impact. Um, we'll but, but I'll give RBW one credit. Good vocal choices for all of their groups. Oh, yeah. 
Mamamoo is good vocalists. One Us. One Us doesn't have like my favorite vocalists, but they're both very, very talented vocalists. They're just, mm-hmm. they don't have quite the vocal timbre that I love. Um, and then obviously Purple Kiss. Um, yeah. They have great voices. Um, but yeah, I, I'll give, I will make one Boys Planet comment. <laughs> they're at least singing live and they're not processing they it that are. much. Oh my yes. God, I might have to watch these performances. Yes. Um, I'm not sure all their performances will be enjoyable, but they are at least live. Um, there's many a mistake. Look, all right. I'm I'm like a crack addict, but I'm an addict to real life performances. I'll yeah. take them where I can get them, man. No, I mean, <laughs> I don't they're mind if they're messy. Watching. I just want them. Hook me like up. Someone, someone, um, so, one of the groups did backdoor, like they, and they're splitting it like Girls Planet, you know, the Korean group, the international group. Mm. Um, and one of the groups did backdoor, and someone had commented that it was better than Stray Kids vocals, which I won't fully go there. Um, but then, like, some Stray, Stray Kids stands, like, that. knitted together, like, which isn't that hard to do better than Stray Kids vocalists, but yeah. um, knitted together, like, their performance from Boys Planet with the Stray Kids performance. And I'm like, you're not proving your it's point because live <laughs> performance was pre recorded. <laughs> So uh, oh, yeah, I think I love how stupid fans better. are. Honestly, it makes my day so often. Yeah, like when um, I when I but, go to like performances and there's no live singing, they're like, "Oh, the vocals!" And you're like, "Fucking come on, man, get some ears." Yeah, yeah, but um, so that's at least a little highlight of the clips that I've been endlessly bombarded with, even though I don't really want to pay attention to the show. Um, okay, like all I I mean I watched the performances that um, Juani and depending on if you want me to call him by a stage name or his actual name, Xiao slash Dongyul um, from Uptension have been on because I love both of them so much. Even though I don't really want them in the final group. It, it Like my idea with them is they finish like 14, 15, like that range. Mm. You know you know what I mean? So like they get the recognition. I love that that's how we all are with these shows back. though. Every time like um, someone we like goes into one of these shows, we're like, okay, do well, but don't win. <laughs> yeah. Um, Although I'm sure uptention up is done for sadly anyway. Um, mm. They had a pretty decently long run though, right? I mean, they debuted in 2015. Oh, okay, um, that's not as far along as I thought. They've been on, um, but their contract should have expired at the end of last year. But there's been literally no news, which is bizarre. Um, it's very top media. Silent um, disbandment. <laughs> but. The thing is, all of them still have like uptension in their bios and stuff. So no, indefinite hiatus. <laughs> I don't know. It's like remember Romeo? The fact that they showed back up on peak time with the same name, even though they hadn't been seen in six years. It was just like, yeah. Which I don't want to talk about that because they got booted and their performance wasn't aired. Like as stupid. Wow. Um, like first it would be like kicking off boys planet trainees or girls planet trainees like uh, with their little evaluations and then not airing them like <laughs> even mnet isn't that dumb um yeah but th- this is very much a survival show thing i think because uh we've been watching uh mix nine as you know and um i've been there's people that we love that are in it that we're keeping an eye out for and we've realized that the joke is that you'll never see summer cake even though she's on that show we're like like four episodes in now i think we haven't seen her once not once classic Classic. (laughs) it's bizarre that they'll choose the people they want to push they fixate on certain people big time reality show i get it i just don't get 
the people the fans fixate on is why I can't watch those shows and like why I still kind of resent 101 in a way because I did watch that show yeah. and I was like y'all made some bad choices it's just so whatever. evidently like easy to exploit <laughs> it's just um, how it became such a well, huge and, medium is just bizarre to me it's so obviously people, unfair people that people like I just don't. the only show that I think produced a good group like with a good selection of the members was the unit yep well, the unit was the um, best of these shows, I would, I would say. So yeah, and I, I mean, I didn't watch it, but the group and the vocals they had, and like the all roundness that they got, was quite, quite enjoyable. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, I can't watch these shows, but maybe I'll watch the performances. But I won't know who anyone is, so I won't be able to get invested. <laughs> what in the um, unit or um, in no, these new ones? Uh, Boys Planet. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. I do like the live vocals, um, even though some of them are garbage. But it's kind of funny when they're garbage. Um... Yeah, they've been watch. Um, what they'll do though, if if I know it, it's Mnet, right? Yeah, it is Mnet. If I know Mnet at all, is that they'll show them bare now, and then each week they'll add more and more auto tune and more and more pre recording. That's what they did for Girls Planet because it started off completely raw, zero fucking with it all, except on the people that they wanted to get through. Uh, <laughs> Kawaguchi Urina. But um, they, there was like no auto tune at all almost on the first like performances. And then each week it got more and more blatant to the point where like someone had, um, I think, uh, was it, I think G1, was it from Cherry Bullet? Um, she, uh, she, there was one week where she was doing a version of Mafia in the Morning uh, with Mashiro and uh, Fuyaning. And she has a, a high note that's so tuned, it's like almost comedy. And people were praising it. And I'm like, do you have ears? <laughs> it's it's going all over the fucking place on the auto-tune. And everyone, no one caught it. I just don't understand it. Yeah, there's some epically bad boys playing at high notes, I will say. Mm. Um, although sometimes fans like get upset at high notes. And I'm like, what are you on? Like, Why? Like, um... Uh, Juani was on the group that did um, Kill This Love, which unfortunate Ugh. for him because no good vocals on that song. He made it though; like his voice sounds good. He outshone everyone, even though Stans will never um, <laughs> go with it. Um, but uh, he had a high note, and it wasn't like his best work. Like I'll fully say that; like it wasn't the best high note, but it wasn't bad. And people were like mad at adding a high note to the song, like. Okay, so so singers should just become great rappers overnight. Well, and like shouldn't <laughs> do an ad lib because like the original didn't have it because their vocalists aren't that good, mm. or um, because it showed up the other team because it was at least different. I don't know. Like there were sometimes there were highness where I was like oof <laughs> when I saw clips from them because <laughs> they often are. Yeah. But, like, that's also part of live singing. Like, the best singers make... Like, Kwani is a very, very good singer. And, yeah, he's going to make it, you know, a slight mistake. Every singer makes mistakes. Every so often. That's, like, that's why like, live is so magical. Because you could either get, like, them on a rough day where it's not quite happening for them, or you can get perfection and be like, wow. Like, that's part yeah. of why it's so good. I don't know why people don't understand this. We don't want the same, like, watered-down shit every time. 
just I don't mind if it's different each time. That's what makes it interesting. Otherwise, what's the point in watching multiple lives of the same song? Yeah. Nope, I totally agree with you. And like one of the the amusing moments I think in with K-pop high notes singing live is I think it's Bo Hyung had a high note and a speaker song, mm. and her voice totally cracks. Oh, it's very fun. <laughs> that's the thing is back in the day that was funny. Now that's criticism. And it's just like, and she like puts her like hand over her mouth and like laughs about it on <laughs> the performance, and it's just like, it's. So There's fun. quite a lot of good EXO like, ones for that as well. <laughs> yeah, it's like. You know, the high note's not always going to be perfect, but like, like okay, sometimes do the people not or the people not able to do high notes, and is it kind of embarrassing that it's bad? Yes, mm. but for the people who are actual singers, hearing that realness of it is just yeah. I'll I'll plug one of my favorite ever performances with high notes, and I'll put it on the Discord. It's kind of painful to actually watch because of the <laughs> screaming fangirling. Oh, um, God. It's from BAP, one of their live, one of their Is shows. Is it the Feel So um, Good one? No, that one's good, though. Um, yeah. It's from a tour. It's from um, oh, okay. their first Sensibility album. There's a song called Body and Soul that I do really like otherwise, but it's, it's guessed on the name, Sexual. So, of course, the fans are going to scream about it. Um, but Daehyun has some, like, high-note ad-libs at the end that are just, like, even in the even in the studio version, that are very good, that are just, like, goosebump, like, mm. like extra that level. So I'll put that in the Discord somewhere as well. Um, sure. But, yeah, I'd say if you want to at least get some live vocals, for now, the Boys Planet stuff is giving that... Um, not sure they picked any really good songs for the most part. I mean, they did do Aju Nice um, from Seventeen, although I don't like that song, but whatever. Um, so there's at least some stuff there. Yeah, but um, yeah. Before we ramble anymore, I think we should probably end it there, right? <laughs> we should end. But Definitely. This Provoca song, excellent. No notes. We're we're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. So, but yes. Uh, very nice talking to you as always. Likewise. Thank you for calling in, Ian. It's always good to have you on. Of course. And yeah, yeah I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later. See you. Yeah, talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye. All right. That's the end of this episode for the audio listeners. Come back next week when hopefully I will have another episode. I don't know how it will work because I have to come home from the coast on the Sunday. But hopefully I'll get home in time to do a show. We'll see.